And now for you nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language, I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. I settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up. They say it's not the humidity. It's the stupidity. That's right. We'll try it out in here. It rises high. Yes. Like the fire Fire that burns. That burns inside this dumpster. Each and every Tuesday night from Moonshine, Philadelphia, 1825 East Moy Menton Avenue. Welcome to Funk and Fantasy. Turn up Tuesday, baby. (laughs) I just saw Tony earlier, man, so I had to get a little. How's he doing, man? He was in in bed, sleeping. He was kind of, well, he's got the operation coming up. He was in bed. He was actually upset about the fact that um, he couldn't get any work done tonight. That's all he's been doing. He's been working on the house, working on the house, working on the house. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. He's got to take care of what, business what, first. Joe, like they say in the movies, mm-hmm. you know, we're here. He's not. Exactly. Not, that's right. There's nothing else you could do about that's it. That's right. it. We were just talking about that earlier. Which done and we've gone. had we've had so much stuff going on, um, you know, before the show even started. There's been like tons of breaking news uh, as far as the, the where the hell's my breaking news sound? What happened? Here? I don't know what happened. I don't know. I touch things and then things break. That's right. There we go. On the local just front, like that, it's back. on the local front, the Eagles cut Michael Kendricks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that's coming off of losing Paul Worlow, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's going to be here anyway. That's right. Uh, yeah, Not going to work here anymore. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, Kendrick signed a four-year deal, uh, $29 bucks. Yes. He was due to make 8.4 this year. Obviously, he ain't going to see any bit of that cash. Uh, he did his part. They got part. it all figured out. He did out. his part winning the uh, – Yes, he did. He got, they got it all figured out. He got one freaking linebacker on, on the <laughs> roster. Uh, but the other one – How he's smarter than all of us. The other one is the major breaking news top of that is, is Brian Dawkins. Yes. Mr. Eagle himself has decided to cut – Cut ties with the Eagles. What front is going on with that? And step down, and he is leaving the nest, wow. as they would say, yes. to go uh, fulfill being some other kind of thing. And we'll get into that a little bit later on. I'll pull up the tweet. Right. Uh, Paul Domowicz, who who's a writer here in Philadelphia, he he put it out there, and I don't want to misquote him, so we'll talk about that later. But there's right. other stuff going on here today. There's Joe. There's much Crazy. more present in the news that's happening. Yes. Okay. And I want you to call into the program 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Because Joe, it's seven thirty. It is. 7.30, we have a special guest yes. joining us. And, again, this is a national show, mm-hmm. but here in Philadelphia, we've got closer problems. We, we do. For the Philadelphia Phillips, okay? I'm, we're going to have on. Can your nuts. We are going to have on one of the greatest relief pitchers, one of the greatest flamethrowers, fireballers, as they people would call them. Right. That Major League Baseball has ever seen. Not Lee Smith. No, no, not, not right. Lee Smith. Lee Smith. Lee could, Arthur Smith is HK. Lee Arthur say. Smith couldn't touch this guy. Okay, yeah, I agree. He couldn't touch this guy. This guy's more famous among no. our, our listeners. Our man, mm-hmm. Henry Rowan Gardner himself, Thomas Ian Nick, Nick, Nicholas. Yes. Uh, who is basically, <laughs> not Ian Eagle. No, not Ian Eagle. No. Uh, he's going to be calling to the program. Now, you might know him as, uh, as Kevin Myers from American Pie. Uh, guy's been in every single movie, like I said. He's, he's been in stuff from Who's the Boss to... Freaking Grey's Anatomy. Right. Uh, he's, he, you know, he even spent some time on Hell's Kitchen in 2016, which ah. is crazy, so we're going to get into that. Uh, but he was just here uh, for Wizard World, and he's going to come on with us. He's Kevin Myers in American Pie and American Pie 2. We all know who that is. He was the guy who was dating Tara Reid. Uh, obviously, 
they've all stayed in touch over the years. They've been doing a bunch of things together. But he's going to come on with us about 7.30. He's going to call in, and we're going to talk to him. It's going to be a fun interview. Uh, I can't really – I can't wait to get on the line with him. Like I said, Rowan Gardner, man. Yeah. You got to love Rowan Gardner. Absolutely. You know I mean, he's we actually – use him. He's actually – but here's the best part is, and I'm going to talk – this is the first time I'm going to talk to him because what he's been doing is he's been doing a lot of directing. Oh, nice. And not only an actor, stuff like a director. He's going to be starring mm-hmm. and producing – and directing a movie that I'm going to be in. Nice. I'm going to be in this movie. Yes, I've got a cameo. Not Creed in the, I've got a, No, not Creed it's 6. It's not Creed 6? No, not Creed okay. 6. i got a cameo in this movie. I'm going to be the biggest ball-busting extra. I love you've it. Ever, Joe, the word, where's my trailer? Royalties will be rolling in. You might as well get a tattooed across my forehead. Where's your agent? I don't have an agent. Right. I, you, know, you, you were my agent. agent. I was your agent. That's you know right. what? You're going to be my agent. <laughs> it sounds good. Role reversal. I remember, that, remember that Sopranos episode yes. where everybody showed exactly. taking everything off the scenes? <laughs> it's it's going to be to analyze that. Analyze like a, that. There's analyze a line here. Send that. There's a line here. Yeah, it's behind me. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so Thomas is going to join us later on. Your acting career's taking off. Now. It's going to take off, Joe. I, yeah, I wanted to be an actor. Really? I really? Yeah, I really did, man. When I was 21, my buddy Steve and I, we were going to leave for, for New York City. Really? Yeah, Steve wanted to be a writer because he couldn't act. Right. I want to be an actor because I couldn't write. Right, right. So it was you know? a good combination. Hey, he was the brains. I was a face. That's the right. way it worked. Exactly. And then what happened was, this, you know what happened the night before? We were getting ready to leave the New York. Seriously, we had this whole thing like all the money in our pockets. We we're going to leave, go uh-huh. to New York, all young and ambitious. We were going to get thrown out on our ass. We we're going to lose our ass in the first 10, right. week, ten right. days. We we're going to get jobs as like painters or whatever it was. And uh, we had it all figured out. And then what happened? What happened? We met sisters. Ah, uh, there you go. It happened. Uh, you know, we, we met, uh, it's, that's it. He met one. I met the other. That's and it. Bada bing, bada boom. That was it. The, the dream went down the freaking right tubes. Right down the tubes. Women. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Women. Oh, that's all right. Break, breaking news. No, it's not breaking news. <laughs> As my man Worm once said, in the poker game of life, women are the freaking rake. All right? Voluntary OTA started the NFL, and lots of guys aren't showing up, so that's nothing new. Uh, yes. It's, time, it's that time of the year where every local analyst uh, being on social media uh, starts stroking their Johnson to these guys coming up to camp and uh, right. starts complaining about guys no showing. It's guys, listen, this is what happens. It's the NFL. You don't it's it's also called it's every camp. voluntary. Right. It's voluntary. It's not mandatory. Every friggin' camp is yeah, the it, same things. They happen. go, you know, well, we would have appreciated Tom Brady's if he was there. not there. You know, they tell me if I was a player, if they would have said it's voluntary OTAs. Right. You know, Lou, it's it's not mandatory, but we you know, we would appreciate if you showed up. Well right. then make it flipping mandatory because I got a tea time and right. I'm going on a shore. Now if it was voluntary TNAs, would you be there? No, you ain't got to ask All me right, twice. Okay. Oh, boy, I just want to make sure. All right. Well, uh, it's just tight ends only for the reporting. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. I mentioned Thomas I. Nichols. Uh, Nichols he's going to join us. I keep saying Nichols because the, st- the name of the movie is going to be Stealing Tom Nichols because people always call him Tom Nichols rather than Tom right. Nichols. Well, what's your part? Do you know yet? I don't know. I'm going to be an extra. I don't know. I'm going to figure okay. it out. All right. I'm going to have ball break. Gotta tease you. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you have no idea. I'm, just, I'm going to overact the shit out of this thing. You have no idea. Take off. You take off from this point. Well, they're going to tell me to take off after this. <laughs> after the first day. So last, let's get into the NBA action, Joe. So game four last night, Cleveland Cavs, yes. Boston Celtics. Yes. Every starter from Boston was in double figures mm-hmm. with Jalen Brown leading the way with uh, 25 points, but it was not enough. As once again, LeBron James leads the Cavaliers. What else can you say about the king, Joe? That's 44 right. points. All right. He's the king. Hey, listen, the you king. You want to crown him? And crown ass. That's, That's right. About damn time. That's right. He goes for forty. He goes for forty-four points. How many four? How many forty-four points? <laughs> That's the most forty-point games in the playoff run since since our boy AI. All wow. right, since Allen Iverson did it, who went over fifty a couple times. Too, he I went believe. over fifty a couple yes. times, but the playoffs aren't done yet. No, they're not. Okay, and uh, it's the first time in six years since someone's done that. And Allen checks in with that. He goes, uh, "What? Uh, what else is out there?" 
is funny to me, too. Did Tawanda tell you that? No. She didn't. All right. So, first, most 40 points game six years. Again, um, he also passes. This is another one, too. This is the whole, like, and this is, like, let's just, again, because on local sports radio, it's, again, uh, our, our local. Yeah, local yokel. Two to six guy here. Uh, whatever his name is. Mike Missanelli. Right. Uh, he he goes, it's been two days of LeBron better than Jordan. He's like, oh, yeah, after watching. That's a fresh I topic. Gotta, I've, been, I've been Jordan the whole way, but now I'm starting to lean LeBron yeah. because of what he's doing with the best. He's leaned LeBron you for can, about five years you can, now. You could have, exactly. You should have yeah. leaned on him five years ago because he surpassed Jordan. Right. Forget about all the stupid record. He never won a defensive player. Who mm. gives a shit, dude? Mm. The guy's a better finisher. He's a better player. Oh, and by the, by the way, Joe, he just passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points in NBA playoff history. Wow. All right? Big company. Huge company. Yeah, all right? absolutely. Seven foot four company. That's right. So he just passes Cream Abdul. Yeah, exactly. He, he just passes Cream Abdul Jabbar for the uh, the most points scored ever in playoff history. That there is no more co- uh, debate about this. We've already had this debate, Joe. Yes. You know we had, we a, had on that debate. It was show on the debate. The, yes. To end all debates hot about debate. Hot dog is a hot dog, a sandwich, and uh, we crushed right. it all. In exactly. sync, better than Backstreet, the whole nine. Right. All right. But again, j- j- Joe, listen. You grew yes. up, you're, you're the Jordan guy, right? You, you grew up I in did. the Jordan era, and for a I long time, you wouldn't relinquish it. You were I'm all a Montana about, guy, too. You are a Montana yeah. guy, but are you at the point where you say, Tom, not, is, Tom is better? Not yet. No. Tom Brady? What, what else you got to do? No. Because, because as many times as uh, Tom's been there, Montana never lost, and Montana never threw a pick. Eight. I understand eight that. AFC you say, and you could say the same thing about LeBron going to all these finals, but he didn't win all of them. Jordan did. And Montana did. Winning he's matters. He's been to eight straight finals. Winning Joe. matters. Winning matters. He and he's won a lot, dude. Right? A lot is not all. All right. Well, let me. All right. So people say that <laughs> LeBron, uh, well, no, Michael, okay, his biggest thing was he had to get through the East, right? Yes. But in the finals, mm-hmm. he didn't have to play anybody. Those teams well, sucked in the way. Nah, they freaking uh, sucked in the way. Come on, Joe, man. you and me could have went and beat Stockton and Malone at that point. All right? <laughs> the, the toughest team he had to face was the Houston Rockets that he wasn't there for for two years. Actually, Phoenix gave him a good series. Yeah, but Phoenix is still Phoenix just... seven games, right? The thing is, though... Barkley with that big arm cast on him? Yeah. Remember at the time, Bonazalba? Yeah, it was, I think Danny Ainge was on that team still. I think so, Danny yes. Ainge was on that team. Yeah. Um, this the, is going way back. The other, the, what up, Cedric Sabalos? I'm going to say 93, 94. The other thing is, is that LeBron... Who he look who he, he it wasn't about having to get through the East for LeBron he had to beat stiffer competition pardon the pun out in the West Joe well the the West was the, the West is more difficult now yeah now. I mean literally he had to come back three one against the Golden State Warriors team this team Joe is arguably right now the greatest team in NBA history. The Golden State. This Golden State yes. Warriors team. Yeah. Seriously, can, can you argue that? No. I mean, everybody, everybody says that Sixers team in the 60s was the greatest team. And, and, and rightfully so, they were. That 67 team was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Different They're game. They're not better than the Warriors. Different though. game, though. That different game. Totally different game back then. Put yeah. LeBron Jordan on a court, one-on-one Michael Jordan. LeBron Jordan, LeBron James waxes his ass. Well, that might be right. Straight we're up. We're talking about, yeah, because LeBron's a physical specimen that Jordan never was. But he's, 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 as, he's bigger and he's faster. I understand. He's stronger. And but people say, oh, he's not Jordan a Jordan was a, he's not was a Do you killer. see the shots? Do you see the shots LeBron's hitting? He had two game winners this last series against Toronto. Jordan had the killer instinct. Did, did LeBron did. Jordan had the killer instinct. You had Scottie Pippen, too, man. More than and Scottie Pippen defended all the, all, the, all the star players in the other team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Joe Rafino checks in. It's right. Michael Jordan had more on the game than LeBron did. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> hey, whatever you motivates you. Come on. Hey, listen, Joe. Pete Rose had a lot of them. What's, what's, what's the biggest motivator at all, Joe? That's right. Moolah. 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 So anyway, so game five tomorrow, yes. uh, series now tied at two two, uh, and are you ready for this? What do you hot, like by the way? Are you ready for this hot take, Joe? The What's series that? with the series now tied two two, 
Uh, in game five, the winner of game five will hold a one-game lead in a wow. best-of-seven series and have the one-game advantage with the chance to close it out in game six. Is as opposed to win. No, Joe, it's not breaking news. That's a hot this take. is the hot take central I right like here. that. You should have okay. 800 retweets. So there's, uh, there's all this stuff going on, right. and we seem to forget that Again, the winner of game five usually yes. goes on the windy series. You know, now we've had game one and two have been won by the home team inside right. the Boston Celtics. And I mean, and now two, three and four have come at home and, and with Cleveland taking care of business against Boston. Yes. Do I feel a lot of people still say, oh, well, the Boston Celtics are going to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers? To be honest with you, I actually think the Celtics are cooked. Really? I think they're cooked. It's a bold and, prediction. And here's the reason why I think they're cooked. I still like the Celtics in seven. Because the three-point shot's not falling the way it was. Hold uh, on. I, I got this cheese. I got this steak yeah, quesadilla staring at me. Hold on. Say something. I ate. That's, that's why. Yeah. So anyway, let's go play-by-play play for Luigi. Oh, that's so good. We'll do it live. That's so good, man. What we're going to do is tell. when we get Thomas on? Yes. We'll just have him talk, and we'll just put our mushrooms on, and we'll just eat. That's right. That That's good. so good. Because next week, and Moonshine here, Joe, because you get the Burger Brawl coming up in Philadelphia. Right. Which is like the biggest burger competition here in the city of Philadelphia. Exactly. And Moonshine's entered. Nice. And we're going to have the sand, we're gonna have the burger here. Oh, Joe, Rich, burgers to- are excellent. Rich told me what it was, what they're uh-huh. entering. It's a mix, Joe. It's a blend. Ah, uh, all right. Potpourri. It's like a blend. And right. they're, doing, they're doing like a Mexican kick with this continental kick, and oh, then they beautiful. got some this, this different cheese. They, and you know what they're doing? They're not even doing like a, t- like a tomato. It's like a, t- it's like a tomato jam. Uh, it's like mixed in with the, yeah, with the meat. Uh, mixed into the meat. It's no, not no, it's not mixed into the meat. It's going to be on top. Trust right, me. I'm telling top. you, man. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to marinate, as Tony would say. It's going to marinate for – let it marinate. Yeah, let it marinate. Let it sit yeah, there for a little while. Exactly. So game five again tomorrow night, series tied at two. And personally, like I said, I think the Celtics are cooked. I think LeBron is basically going to will himself and the Cavaliers to the series, um, to a series victory inside of six games. And mm. I still like Boston. So. No, nah, I think they're going to do it in six. I think, they're, right. I think they're going to win the next two in Boston. Wouldn't surprise me, but. Just because I think Boston's going to start to, I, I think their, their, their youth is going to start to show up a little bit. Right. Um, and let's face it, Aaron Baines isn't going to shoot 70% for the, re- right. for the rest of the series at three-point land. Uh, you know, Morris, he's not really getting much going on offensively. In fact, not, nobody really is. Although I mean, we said that in the Sixers series. And they we stand, did, they, but again, but the Sixers did what they, Joe, well, the they, Sixers they, they shot they themselves help. in the foot. Yeah, they didn't help. They shot themselves in the foot, and that's why they're Your sitting at home Your favorite coach right was uh, handling things. Yeah, Brett Brown, he needs to get lost. Seriously. <laughs> he seriously, he does. He needs to get lost. He, big time. Uh, he ain't going anywhere. He got game four tonight. Rockets at Warriors. Golden State's up two to one. Iguodala probably not going to play. He's doubtful with a knee injury. Really won't matter. Golden State's minus eight and a half. You can set it and forget it with this one. Yes. Game three was a biblical beatdown. And point, wait, my computer just gave me an update. There's breaking oh, news on my computer. Important updates are pending. Oh, wow. Pick a time. Remind me later. Remind me later. Well, you All bother right. me now. I'm in the middle of the show. Is it a job update? You? What is that? Uh, again, biblical beatdown. 126 to 85. 41-point win. Steph Curry shooting. Steph Curry was shouting, Joe. He was shouting this during the game after going 7 for 7 three-point lane in the, in the, in the, uh, from three in the, in the third quarter, yes, and scoring 18 points, mm-hmm. he's shouting, you know, "This is my house, my house." As Lamar Thomas would say, though, "You come into our house, <laughs> you should get your behind kick." <laughs> he, you know, look, the man is unguardable. No, he is. The, he's unguardable. Yes, all right, and Houston's doing whatever they can, yep. uh, you know, to get to him offensively. Like they're picking on him defensively because. They're trying to get Steph on these on these switches, and Steph is a he's a, he's a good defender, right? But he's not an elite defender, exactly. Okay, so they're trying to get you know ISOed one on one James right. Harden whoever they, whoever they can right. on 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 Curry as much as he can. What Steph did this time is he took control of his offensively, goes in, drops thirty five points, and it is it is Steph's house. It, All is. Right, it is Steph's house, and I got to do it without a good. Whose house? Steph's house. Runs house. That's right. Exactly. Now, 
the Rockets, again, Harden, Paul, these guys are doing the best they can out there, but look. It's not enough. Let's just get, let's just get right down to it. You can, you can even yourselves out with you could try to you could try to say, well, you know, Chris Paul and Steph Curry balance out, and Tristan Thompson <laughs> really doesn't no. balances out with James Harden, right? right? The problem is you got no answer for Kevin Durant. No you got answer. no answer for Kevin Durant. Nope. And he's the wild card. He's completely unstoppable. Yep. He is the most. He may be the most unguardable player in the in the league. Yeah. It's six eleven, lightning quick, mm-hmm. attacks the Great basket, shot. fantastic shooter. Yep. And that dude's the king of Rucker Park. <laughs> I mean, sir, did you ever see that video when he showed up to Rucker Park? No. All right. I did not so, have see you that. seen the? I, I'm sure. Now, Joe, you're you're an NBA. Uh, yeah, so devotee, aficionado, you know? of course. Absolutely. And you go back to the doctor. That's right. And there's video of the doctor yes. showing up to Rucker Playgrounds, Park. Playgrounds. Right. Yes, he would exactly. show up to Rucker Park and uh, tear these fools up. Right. Exactly. There's a the video of gone. Kevin Durant showing up to Rucker Park. Uh, not, now, again, when you go down to Rucker Park, there's some serious ballers down there. That's right. All right. They might not be pros, but but they could have made the big leagues. These guys could have made, and some of them should be in the big leagues. Okay. They should be in the pros. When you go up there, it ain't just like, oh, look, Kevin Durant, you got to earn that respect. That's right. So they started checking him a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I urge you people to go watch this video. They started checking that. Kevin Durant a little bit. Uh-huh. What's Kevin Durant do? Goes off. He, he goes over to the sideline, wipes his head, he goes, all right, mother- it's yeah. on now, all right? He drops 60 on him, there John. And I mean, he's just clowning he's people left and right. Yeah, my Twitter's, go, my Twitter's going off right now. Make sure you're tweeting at the show, at Funkin' Fantasy, hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy so we get your questions. Now, I, I don't monitor Twitter during the show because i got a lot of moving parts going on here. It. Joe's monitoring it. The thing is, he's not monitoring anything that's going on no. on our Twitter. He's doing right. his own. He's focused solely on his Twitter. Oh, you want me to go to Funkin' Fantasy? Okay, here we go. Funk and Fantasy. Now I'm back on that. All right. Don't you bleep and understand. Yes, here we go. People are checking in all over the place. Yes. Doug McGregor checking in. Uh, Spencer Dean says, if you don't know Henry Rowe, had a music career, saw him free, should not play. I, people, uh, what, what is that all about, though? Uh, okay. What happened? Who? What about Henry Rowe? Henry Hill? What are we talking about here? <laughs> this is what I mean. This is what happens. Conversations yeah, start happening, yeah. and I have no idea what's going on here. She's, she's talking about Henry Hill. I don't know what you're what, What's going on here? Good fellas? Anyway, like I said, man, 619-924-9874, Jack, Jack, Jack in the, the back, back is not here tonight. He said he had some things to do at work, but he checked in and said he was here uh, to do some call screening, which is good. Lauren so, says hi, by the way. Lauren Hopps says hello. Jack. Joe Rufino's here in the house. Charlie's going to be calling in later on with the Tuesday 10. However, oh, beautiful. He, could, he couldn't be here live tonight. So That's all right. Hey. He could have been anywhere in the world. He I'm lucky up. I'm here. You know what else we got, Joe? Yeah, we got tonight. We got we got we got a hockey game going on. Oh, we got Game Seven, Caps Lightning. Maybe Jose will for the seven. right to play Las Vegas, who cleaned who clinched their spot in the finals first year against Winnipeg earlier. Tampa's favored tonight, minus one fifty at home. Right, as well as they should be. Did Vegas need Kate Smith to make the finals? By the way, I don't know. That's hologram going, Kate Smith or anything? You know, her showing up. Real, that's actually going off at like nine to five oh, okay. odds because the Vegas Knights were five hundred to one. Five hundred to one. Five hundred to one. Somebody's making to a win the load. Stanley Cup. Right. And what better place to do it? Las right. Vegas. You know, some Jadrul put money on that too, and they're making a fortune yeah. out of this. Ice in the desert. Yeah. Some why not? It'll, it'll work. Yeah. But whatever the case is, listen, man. I like it. I got. I have no stake in the game. You know me, me Joe. Neither. Being from Philadelphia, I'm not even a Flyers fan. I care less me about neither. the orange and black. Care less. I'm all about the Greenbacks. All right. And right now, <laughs> Las Vegas made some serious. Ca- is, people betting on Las Vegas made some serious cash. Damn right. But I gotta be honest with you, man. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make my pick now. Wow. And as much as I would like to see Ovechkin mm-hmm. kind of reach the Stanley Cup final here. He's you know, deserving. He is deserving. Great play. I think Tampa's still too good. Right. 
Uh, and I think take. Tampa does get it done at home tonight. All right. And uh, I'm going to take them to beat Las Vegas. Ah, okay. In the Stanley Cup Finals. What time's that game start? Like 11 o'clock to make sure they're reeling all the viewers? Yeah, 11.06. Yeah, yeah. 11.07 p.m. drops at 11.06. Right. Exactly. Wake the kids. No. For some hockey action. No, never. Now, also, whatever what, 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 what we had at the uh, earlier, yes. earlier this weekend, uh, on oh, Saturday, don't Joe, me. there was a wedding. Yes. There was a wedding, Joe. Exactly. Uh, I already I had enough wedding. There was a royal wedding. Uh-huh. I All had right. a royal wedding. I don't even know. I'm not it's a royal pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for people Did who you actually, wake up at 4 in the morning for this? No, absolutely not. All I woke right. up at 8 o'clock to I work. But uh, right. for Prince right. Harry marries Meghan Markle. Yes. All right? But I got some stats here from this wedding. Oh, okay. And aren't they like the, you know, I don't care who showed up. You know, the Clooney's, all these other people, the Beckhams. They Anal was up. there. Anal Clooney. And Anal George. Clooney was there. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> but there was, a, listen, there was a, it was a big to-do, Joe. Oprah was there. It was a big, really Oprah's got everywhere, know. Joe. It was a, it was a big to-do. Well, did she take her date, Gail? No. Or no. Oh, okay. So, here, so here's an interesting, here's some facts. Here's some facts about this. Yes. So 29.2 million people. According to the Nielsen system, and the Nielsen system is what is gauged here in America uh, to show the listenership. They watched 29.2 million people in the U.S. tuned in to watch Harry and Meghan say, I do. Okay? Yeah. However, only 18 million people tuned in in, in the U.K., uh, which means the people that actually live there could care less. Could care less right. by about 14% and less. And the in this country, they love it. People yeah. lined up. Right. Early in the morning to get their spots to tailgate the wedding. Morons. All right? 3.4 million social media users tweeted about the royal wedding. Oh, great. 40,000 tweets per minute, Joe. That's faster than you on a Saturday. That is, absolutely. 40,000 tweets. In my prime. It, that comes out to 27,000 tweets per minute, Joe. Per minute, right. That's the original account before you got shadow banned. Exactly. Are you, you were, those are, those I'm on my second account. You know, those are, those are rookie numbers, Joe. you got to yeah, pump those numbers. numbers up in that rack. I'm going to have right? to, obviously. I mean, that's, a, that's incredible. It all is. right? It took uh, over let's these see two Mama Lukes. T- to make Harry and Meghan's wedding cake. Uh-huh. Baker Claire Patak oh, okay. used 500 eggs. It's a lot uh-huh. of protein. The recipe for the lemon edelflower cake. Yes. Also called for 200 of mafia. Le- oh, mafia lemons. Should I use something from the oh, coast? Mafia I, lemons. I, I, no, like no, no, not mafia lemons. Oh, I think you said mafia lemons. Ninth of Washington. What do they wear? Sa- what do they wear? Sunglasses? <laughs> got a gambling problem? Is that what it is? <laughs> mafia. They lemons. come out of the East River. Right. So. <laughs> They use 44 pounds of sugar, Joe. Wow. Which is what's in that drink you're drinking That's right about now. what I had this past week. Okay. <laughs> Ten bottles of Sandrium and Elderflower Cordial. In right. addition, the cake took five days, Joe. Uh-huh. Five freaking days to make. Five days to make a cake? Are you kidding me, dude? Get the frick out of here. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Required a team of six bakers, and it was also decorated with 150 flowers. But look at this cake, though, Johnny. I mean, it's flipping beautiful. Dude. It is majestic. Uh, it's beautiful. It's a yes. beautiful cake, dude. It's gorgeous. Forty. You ready for this, Joe? Joe, you you were married before, right? I was. Yes. Thanks for reminding. What me. did your What did your wedding cost? I have no idea. Well, in the end. <laughs> yeah. What did it cost you? In, in the, the end, end? <laughs> I threw an extra ten grand in, in the last four years. <laughs> All right. But that was to end it. But no, I have no idea. It's a I hear you. All right. It's so a this wedding, the cost of this wedding was $44 million. It wasn't $44 million. I know that. No, 45 I'm sorry. It was $45 million yeah. for this wedding. Maybe right. $30 million mine was. A 70, okay. A team <laughs> of 25 chefs created approximately 7,500 food items for the couple's lunchtime reception. <laughs> okay? They, the, guests yeah, enjoy, the guests enjoyed ranges of sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. All right? As well as a selection of of bowl foods, including uh, fricase, 
which is a uh, free-range chicken with uh, morel mushrooms and a young leeks. Because you don't young, want old leeks. Love young you leeks. want young leeks. That's yeah. right. Well, I thought, I didn't Younger his, the better. Then his new album dropped like six weeks young ago. Leeks, young absolutely. leeks. Yeah, young leeks. Two change. Exactly. exactly. Collaboration. Pea and mint risotto. Yes. With pea shoots, truffle oil, and Parmesan crisps. <laughs> and 10 hour slow roasted Windsor pork belly with apple compote and crackling. Joe, love crackling. Ah, you love crackling. Love crackling. Of course, there, were also, <laughs> there was also the wedding cake, Joe. Yes. Uh, Wait, that see. wasn't a wedding cake? Oh, no, it you was it. Okay. Right. According to the, to the palace, those who worked on Megan's wedding veil washed their hands every 30 minutes, though, uh, Joe, yeah. to keep the, the, the toll and threads pristine. Oh. Joe, you go to work for eight hours a day. You don't wash your hands not, once. Not one time. <laughs> All right. You don't want to take These a leak. These guys are required every 30 minutes. That's right. Or they're fired. Uh, more, than ten, more than 100,000 people lined the route of Harry and Megan's wedding procession to see the newlyweds ride by carriage. Yes. That's, that's just insane, Joe. That's insane. And Look, more people here, here watch it than in England. Here's, my, here's my thoughts. Here's my, two, here's my two cents. My yeah. two cents is they got married, and uh-huh. you know what? It's, look, God bless them, dude. I, right. I, I'm all for it. It's the, the whole big thing. It's, Good for them. It's a royal wedding, Joe. Right. You know, it was, it, it was a beautiful thing to watch. Uh-huh. The pageantry of it all. Right. The majesty of it all was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And speaking of pageantry and majesty. Yes. All right. We got a guy who's who's not really too, he's 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 not too unfamiliar with these things, okay? Because well, he's already on. Listen, time. man, this guy gets around. He was just in Cannes. Talk about pageantry and magistry. Wow. Okay, they were actually on the main stage. I was on the local clubs over camp? there. All right, no, All but right. Uh, without further ado, again, uh, this guy has been on just about every TV show you can imagine. You know him as Kevin Myers from American Pie One and Two, uh, but he's it was my favorite yes. of all time, the Fireball and Cub. Henry Rowan Gardner, Thomas Ian Nicholas on the line with us right now. Thomas, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now, Thomas, was you were just you were just here uh, in Philadelphia for for Wizard World, were you not? Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, I was there. I just got home a couple days ago. Fantastic. Now, um, I, I saw a clip on uh, live. From when you were there, you were you were actually performing. Now a lot of people don't know this because again, like you know, they they know you from again the American Pie stuff and the and you know Rookie of the Year. But you know you you've been doing so much stuff. I mean you've really like you know broadened your horizons here. I mean you're you're a musician. I mean you have your own band and everything too. So you were performing there. Now um, do you do this a lot? Like are you on tour a lot? I've been touring for about ten years and released about six albums. I've been in the area uh, since the beginning. Uh, back in 08, I used to play at the Kyber, which is not even there anymore, in Old City. Mm-hmm. And uh, I performed on NBC10. Uh, and I remember before I was doing the Stephen Preston show, I was doing Kid Chris. Oh, wow. So, okay. like I said, I've been playing around the, the Philly area for a long time. Well, that's fantastic, man. Like I said, I heard some of your stuff. It's, it's really, really good. You've been, uh, you're, you're an author. Um, and, again, no other... Uh, no, no, uh, this one, this one gets a little confusing because my business partner is the the author uh, of the uh, the recent book, Handbook for Mortals, that I'll be uh, turning into producing into a film later this year. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I saw but, something uh, where you were part of the year... I'm sorry. No, God, I'm sorry. God. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's like no, a half go. a second. No, you go. 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 about it. Oh, you go. No, I saw something about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, we, we've been now, now Thomas, we got, we got put in touch by a mutual friend, uh, Ray Martin and you are, yeah. you are connected. Now we're going to get into some other stuff with you in, in a few minutes. We're gonna have some fun, but I want to talk about this too. 
is that you are connected with the project with Ray calling Stealing Tom Nichols, okay? And you're going to be basically, you know, you're the star of this movie, and, you know, we're, we're working on the funding for it and everything you got to, but you're also going to be producing and directing this thing as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I met Ray uh, last year, so obviously I just got home from Philly Wizard World this year, but my first Wizard World was last year, and that's where I met Ray, and he had this project called uh, Stealing Paul Rudd mm-hmm. that he pitched me, and um, I, I read it, and I, I got interested in it, and after a few conversations, pretty soon I stole Paul Rudd's job yep. and changed it to Stealing Tom Nichols, uh, which the reason, obviously, that uh, um, <laughs> that we make it Nichols and not Nicholas is that I have three first names. It seems really easy, but people mess it up all the time, including yourself right at the top of the show. So I'm going to add that into the, into the movie. Exactly. It was perfect. I, I, speaking of that, which I watch how I segue this is that I bet you didn't know this, but I'm actually going to be in the movie. I was promised a part right in on. this. Which, I was, which part does Ray have? I don't, to do? I, no, I'm not sure yet. He promised me a part, but whatever it is, I promise you, I'm going to overact the hell out of now, this. Now, is there enough in right? the budget to pay Luigi for this role? Because I'm telling it you, it sounds like a huge role. I'm going to require at least two trailers, yes. Tom. <laughs> at least two trailers, and I'm going to need to go back to that trailer at least several. I heard times. you're playing six characters like Peter Sellers in the Doctor Strangelove. That's, is that true? I'm the I'm this era's <laughs> I'm this era's Marlon. Holy sure. No, I'm like a I'm like a, I'm like a hybrid of like a Marlon Brando, Samuel oh. Jackson, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm like a, a hybrid, is what I am. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be yet, but uh, I've been I've been talking to Ray during this entire process, and uh, I'm glad when he you know he, he called me and told me that you that you signed on to do this, and I was excited, man. So I'm really happy, and uh, I hope I hope we get it going soon, man. I can't, I can't wait to get you down here and get filming. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be really cool because out of all the shows I've played in Philly and all the time that I've spent there, I've not uh, filmed in Philly yet, so I'm looking forward to that. No, we're going to hit up a lot of cool spots. Yeah, we'll get man. rid of Stallone, and, and we'll bring you over here. We, he's been here long enough. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we should do. We should take, take his ass out of we town. Should take, we should take the Sylvester Stallone. We should take the Rocky statue down yeah. and put up a statue of Tom. Absolutely. And, and the Cubs jersey. That's Absolutely. What we, that's what we should I, do. I'll support that. Absolutely. Now, getting, in, get, now getting, getting into that. Now, there's no bigger Rocky hater in the city of Philadelphia <laughs> than Joe Corrado. And, I was, I, mean, and he, I was born in South Philly and raised. He can't, he can't stand this guy. Sick of it. Done. I'm done with it. Creed 12, Creed 14, <laughs> Creed 16. Stallone's walking around <laughs> acting like he was born here, born in Hell's Kitchen. I'm tired of it. Sick of it. Sick of it. Well, but speaking it, of Hell's Kitchen. Yes. Speaking of Hell's Kitchen, Thomas was actually on Hell's Kitchen. Oh, the show. Yes, yes he was. Yes. Now, you were on there in 2016, were you not? Uh, yeah, I was. I think we shot it in like 2015, and uh, I was hoping for for a, a, a little bit of a bigger moment because we actually sent one of the steaks back to the kitchen. Wow! But they didn't. We didn't make the cut with that one. Luigi no. does it all the time. I always send usually it back. moonshine. Send it back. Send it back. <laughs> now I, I, met, I met Gordon Ramsay once. I, I didn't. He didn't yell at me, which no? is a plus. Oh, okay. It's, it was a plus, but uh, <laughs> he's an intense guy, man. He's he's an intense guy. It's funny though. You ever, if you ever notice, like. When he's uh, when he's doing the Hell's Kitchen for like the kids, yes, you know, or like the uh, the Master Chef for the kids, mm-hmm. he's very nice to me. He's like, oh well, you tried really hard, you right? Tried, well, you know, it's, you know, listen, it's, it's okay. You just you just put another one in the pan. It'll be, it'll be fine. You're yeah. gonna go, what are you? What's the matter with you? You right. freaking idiot! Yeah, the kids will need uh, grievance uh, counseling <laughs> after that. It's incredible. Freaking uh, more riddling. So now, now Thomas, now you're you're you were born in Las Vegas, and yeah, I gotta I gotta ask. So so how do you become like the biggest Cubs fan in the world? being born in Las Vegas. How does this happen? It happens when you get hired to play Henry Rohngartner <laughs> in a movie called <laughs> Rookie of the Year. See, the man knows and, how to uh, embrace his role. You go and you film, 
you film in Chicago and you film on Wrigley Field, which is, you know, one of two, uh, obviously including Fenway, but one of two last great mm-hmm. American baseball fields in the U.S., yep. how do you not leave that filming uh, and, and working on that film as a Cubs fan? Now, how, how did, I, would have to, I would have to be heartless my, to not be a Cubs fan after that movie. Now, how did, now how did, you, land, how did you end up landing that, that role? Uh, I mean, it's kind of crazy. They they auditioned kids in L.A., Chicago, New York. I, I was told at the time after I landed it that they probably saw about 3,000 kids wow. for that role. And they couldn't find anyone that they liked. And uh, it was getting down to the wire. And Daniel Stern was about to hire his own uh, son, who's ironically named Henry, um, and now his son is actually uh, senator of the 27th district here in California. Uh, he just got elected in last year, I believe. But uh, so he was going to hire his own son. His son was only 10. And meanwhile, I went on an audition, didn't get a call back. I was in the process of changing agents. My new agent said, hey, I got you this audition for rookie of the year. I said, oh, I, I already went on it. I didn't get a call back. She goes, well, they obviously don't remember you, so go again. <laughs> exactly wow. right. So, so I, so I went again, and uh, you know, I guess, I guess if the if the saying goes, eighty percent of success is just showing up. I had about a hundred and sixty percent chance of getting the role. <laughs> the odds were definitely in your favor then, Tom. Mm. So, honestly, really, and, 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 sure. and that's that's and it's incredible. I mean, you're 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 like, you, I think we're what twelve when that happened. Yeah, I was 12. Uh, I still remember, I don't even know how I said this. I, I'll never forget being in the audition room with the call. I got the call back, and so I go and I, I work with Daniel Stern uh, on the scene. And after he finished the scene, he looks at me and he goes, Where are you from? And I looked at him and I said, My mother's womb. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I said that. I think it was just complicated because I was born in Vegas, and at the time when I was 12, everyone would be like, Oh, what was it like growing up in Vegas? I was like, no, I only left when I was two, and I didn't want to get into like the whole thing. Like, right. my parents aren't together, so I just like came up with this quip. But I'll never forget like where that I don't know where that answer came from. Like, where are you from? My mother's womb. My mother's womb. It's pretty accurate, though. Sure, I that's mean, where yeah. I descended from. I mean, you know, we all grew. That's right. You can't, you can't get accurate. more accurate than that. The, it's, uh, the, uh, it's less it's less complex than uh, than. Saying I was born in Vegas and moved to Northern California and then came to L.A. when I was six. Yeah, really. I'd stick with the mother's womb after that. <laughs> yeah. So It's not as cute when I say it now, though. <laughs> exactly. Right. So now, actually, now, so, so speaking, of, speaking of Rookie of the Year, now you're, at, you're interested in doing, in doing a reboot of Rookie of the Year, but you're kind of going to get away from the Gary Busey part of it. I don't really want to get too much. Like, I wasn't going to hammer you with this whole, like, you know, asking you, do you guys still talk the cast of American Pie? Like, obviously, you guys still talk, and you guys obviously still communicate. You know, you were, you were just in, a, I think you were just in, a, was it Trailer, Trailer Park Shark or something like that? Yeah, we did, I did one of those uh, super cheesy popcorn flicks about a shark that my direct. It's funny, because my friend uh, who was directing that, I hired him on his first acting role, like, 20 years ago on my directorial debut. Oh, okay. oh, and so I was kind of like, ah, this will be fun. You know, it's like Sharknado meets Raising Arizona. <laughs> to have like a, you know, then be from a trailer park and beat a shark, you know? Oh, right. Nice. Like something super cheesy. But it was a lot of fun. People people seem to enjoy the movie. We had fun making it. And yeah, Tara 
Reed did a little cameo in there. Um, so, you know, you got to have the Sharknado queen when of you do oh, a cheesy shark movie, right? Yeah, I mean, she's what, like what, the Faye Ray What's of a shark movie? What's, what's, a, what's shark movie without Tara Reed? Without Tara Reed, exactly. That's why I said I'm not, I'm not going to ask you about getting into all those <laughs> things, but I have to, I, I'd be hard-pressed if I didn't ask you at least one. you got to give me something on Gary Busey. you got to give me one thing. I mean, <laughs> when you... When you when you insane? No, when you, filmed, when, you, when you filmed Rookie of the Year, it seemed like it was right before... He went off the deep off end? Off the deep end, Gary. Under siege, so, like, Gary. Was there any telltale signs that he was just a little different than the rest of, <laughs> than the rest of us? Yeah, for sure. He was already <laughs> different then. Like, yeah, don't let his performance in the movie being normal fool you. <laughs> um, I, I don't necessarily know what story I should or shouldn't tell, but <laughs> I, I'll put it. I'll put it this way. Um, Gary Busey's crazy. I mean, maybe we'll have him as a cameo if I get this thing off the ground. But it'll be, it will be something very quick, something that, you know, will only require – I mean, listen, he's also really nice. You catch him on the right day. Oh, that's what it is. Great guy. Yeah, as long as the winds are gusting below four miles an hour, he's all right. You know what I mean? That's what it is. The planets are aligned the right way. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, he's, he's you know – He's a character. He's become a caricature of himself, at least. Like, I, 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 to be fair, I haven't run into him in person since about 2006, um, and I've heard like varying stories of that. But I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where, yeah, he was already kind of, you know, uh, he's just high energy and yes, and he's Gary Busey. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Like I said, the, the, he I, once, we had this. Like I said, we've he been... once he once like. He once uh, pinned my mom up uh, against the door because she said, don't go in there. And it took him like 30 seconds to realize it was my mom before he let her go. Goodness gracious. <laughs> wow. Hey, chivalry, so, chivalry isn't that, I mean, you know? People, like, like my wife saw that I did like you, you're, ta- you're referring, obviously, to like I was going to the airport to go to Philly. And then like TMZ snagged me at the airport. And then they ended up talking about this. And they asked, they asked me, is everyone coming back? Right. And I was like, yeah, you know, Amy Morton, Dan Hedaya, you know, uh, uh, Bruce Altman, you know. And I'm, like, naming all these things. They're like, what about Gary Busey? I'm like, <laughs> and, I, of course, I said Daniel Stern. Right. Like, what about Gary Busey? I'm like, Gary Busey's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know. Such I'm not kidding. Mm. <laughs> I, I know. I, I believe you. one I've... of, like, five stories that I remember. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He's. He's, you know, he like, again, he could be really nice, but I, but again, so my wife sees this thing and she goes, "You probably shouldn't have said that about Gary." Like, <laughs> what if you see him? I'm like, what? Then he's gonna do to me what he did to my mother? He's gonna throw me up against the wall? Exactly. <laughs> and he's just tell saying me, hello. He's you know, don't talk about me like that. Yeah, he's just saying hello. Which is great. Just saying hello. It's okay. It's just, it's, yeah. Oh man, Thomasy and Nicholas join us here in the program now. When you're doing this reboot, now, you have, you have, again, I was reading about this a little bit because, again, I, I love the original. That's, that's one of my favorite. It's one of my cult favorite movies when I was growing up. And you wanted to do, you wanted to put your son, Nolan, in the movie. He's already an actor. Like, he, was, he, he did a series of New Girl, right? He was the, he was the, the, the kid on, on New Girl. Yeah, he did, like, a, a, his first uh, his acting debut. It's a, it's a short little um, scene, but it's, for, spoiler alert for any new girl fans that haven't seen the show finale. Um, so turn it off if you don't want to hear this, but it's a flash forward moment at the very, very end of the whole series 
where they show what Zoe and you know Zoe Dashnell and Jake Johnson's kid would be like, and so that kid was played by my son, and sort of like a sweet little you know quick moment, but uh, you know he was wearing a uh, a Bears jersey. Um, and so the Bears like tweeted about my son, which was pretty cool. I don't even think he understands how awesome it is that the Bears tweeted at my son twice. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah. And, and I mean, look, I don't know if my son's old enough for it, but you know, with these things and how long they take to get going, maybe by the time it is. And, and to be clear, I don't want to reboot rookie of the year. I think that fans seem to be of, of the film seem to be a little bit against the reboot and more for like the long awaited sequel. Yeah. So I think the idea for me is to make it like Henry Rowan Gardner's all grown up. And now maybe he's got a kid that, uh, that has the same hereditary uh, recovery malfunction that when he breaks his (laughs) arm, it heals and he's got a a magical fastball. That was my pitch to the Fox a couple years ago. And they, they spun it around for about three months. And they came back and they said, we want to do it, just not right now. So, you know, I think it's, it's been a couple of years, so I'm going to kind of go revisit it and see if I can't find out what it is that they want, what kind of hoops i got to jump through to change their mind. Well, you know, listen, I, I know you're, you're calling, you're calling the, to this show, and, and again, I, I'm, re- I'm really no one yet. I'm still I'm kind of making my bones. I, I work oh, on, so I, now, while I work under Tony Bruno, who's, you know, he's on the, the Mount Rushmore of broadcasters There's as far as sports, sports broadcasting goes. Uh, but... You know, I, I do have a lot of. I mean, I have a lot of connections, Tom. Like, I do know. Like, I don't have any money myself, but I know people that do have you it. You know, a guy that knows. No, a guy. I, I do know people that do have money that do like to put their money into good things. And you know, listen, man, I, I'm going to talk to Ray again off off air about getting some money into the uh, the stealing Tom Nichols, and and maybe we can make something happen too, as far as the um, the rookie of the year sequel here. Yeah, I mean, I think the the biggest thing with rookie of the year with with uh, you know rookie of the year part two. Um, and if Gary Busey's in, it'll be Rookie of the Year Part Two: The Revenge. The Revenge, no, exactly. uh, The Rocket Returns. And, uh, <laughs> I think Rookie of the Year. The, the biggest thing will be getting Fox to to see what it is that will make them agree to do it, because obviously they own it yes, in they its own the entirety. Mm-hmm. So without Fox saying go for it, you know, there really is nothing nothing to really talk about, in, you know, until that time. But I'm going to try again. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to give up on it. Well, good, man. I, I hope you don't because it, I, 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 love, I love the premise for it. I think it will be great. And like I said, man, people, people love the character. I mean, they, I mean, even when the Cubs won the World Series in, in, in 16, you, know, you had the, uh, the, that famous tweet out there with, uh, with you holding that World Series ring up. Now, if I'm not mistaken, did, like, did you actually get a World Series ring from the team? I, I didn't get an official World Series ring. Uh, someone recently bought me uh, a replica of one. I was doing a sports convention um, for this guy named Ryan Fitterman, who owns like a sport uh, sporting goods stores um, in a few places, and uh, and he bought me a replica. Which you know what? It's kind of like uh, what I say in regard to other fake things. It it feels real enough to me. Exactly, man. Exactly. But I think it's a crime that they didn't give you an official ring. I mean, seriously, man. You're kind of like you got you're like the, you, you, you go hand in hand with the organization. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you think Cubs? They gave one to Bartman. I think. Then they give one to Bartman. Yeah, but see the come on. Here, here, here's the thing. Bartman's a Chicagoan. Yeah. You yeah. know, during the World Series, they typically have, you know, Bill Murray, Eddie Vedder, John Cusack singing the seventh yeah. inning stretch. Jim Belushi. But they're all Chicagoans. Yeah, right? but here's the thing, though. Is I that- think the only the only reason why Tom Rickett didn't send me a ring 
is because I'm technically not from Chicago. But that's the thing, though, Tom, is that they were born to it. You adopted it. You had a choice, and you chose the Cubs. <laughs> you chose the Cubs, all right? That's the thing, I, man. I agree with you. Listen, I sent, I sent Tom a few, like, funny emails. I would send him one, like, uh, you know, hey, uh, I'm sorry I missed the ring thing. Um, did you want me to pick up the ring next time I'm in Chicago? <laughs> you know, or do you want, a, you want my mailing address? Right. It seems you know, like it got misplaced I, I even here. I sent him a right. picture. Like, you know that, that final closing moment where it's like Henry holding up the ring, which in the movie is a 1983 Orioles ring <laughs> that really belonged to Tim Stoddard, who was the pitching coach that wow. played the Dodger pitcher in the movie. Uh, okay. But I superimposed the new Cubs ring from 2016, and I sent that picture to, to Tom Rick, and I was like, oh, I forgot to give you my ring size. That's all. Well, maybe they'll do, and, you know, maybe they'll do the right like, thing. Laugh, but, you know, I don't know. No, no ring for this guy. No official ring. No I don't know you. what to tell you. Maybe, maybe it'll do. They got to do. They got to step up and they got to do the right thing. Yeah, I don't know absolutely. anyone in the Cubs organization. I can't help you out he, there, but I mean, Ricketts did say that that when I do the sequel, though, I have carte blanche to film on Wrigley Field. So right. that to me is more That's important beautiful. than than getting the ring. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely, I agree, man. So now. With all that going on, again, you were just now, you were, just, you were, like I said, you were just here for Wizard World. And, you know, again, like, I, I, I was doing some, some brief reading about you. And, and, I mean, you are on the road a lot. I mean, you've been on the road a lot. I mean, I, mean, I saw at one point you were, uh, I mean, you were on the road for almost, what, 120, 130 days or something like that a year, traveling, touring, doing different conventions and signings and appearances and all that stuff like that. I mean, and shows, yeah. I, I, I pretty much, you know, yeah, I've been on the road for about a year promoting projects and doing comic cons and then i play concerts in all those cities yeah i was i was on the road 125 days out of the last 365 that's so. incredible man so i'm just like i said like, kind of so, crazy you know people you know people watch the movies i mean you know american pie was you know was at the tail end you know it was 1999 but it's like one of those quintessential 90s movies right mm-hmm. i mean like it's everyone's seen the damn movie and they, they they love it and they always wonder like you know whatever happens to these guys and you know, for, for, for someone like you, man, it, you never stopped working. I mean, you've been busy as hell. I mean, you've been doing a lot of stuff, man. Yes. And a lot of interesting things, too. And like I said, it's, it's, it's important for people to remember, you know, guys like you, that you have your hands in so many different things. You're so talented. And, you know, like, to, to be able to do the music career and then to continue to tour and, like I said, do all the, you know, the, the shows and the comic cons and all that stuff like that and to be away from the family – you know, I, I don't think really people understand just how much work goes into just after you're done, basically, the, the, the bulk of the filming with the movies and everything like that. Like, you are just a busy guy. He constantly. hasn't faded into the obscurity. No, he hasn't, man. He's not one of these guys that just, like, go away well, and you never hear it, from again. Like, it's, he's, he's a busy guy. I man. think, but I, I understand why people ask that question or don't realize it because, let's face it, you know, in the, in the eyes of, like, studio films, there's a lot of marketing uh, dollars that get spent. I mean, American Pie is a prime example. Mm-hmm. When we did the fourth one, American Reunion, you know, it was back to the whole sort of, you know, back on like the sides of, of buses going by and billboards and yep. TV commercials. But for instance, when I'm producing independent films, even though the last one that I produced, Living Among Us, got picked up by Sony and it's available on all streaming platforms and you could pick up the DVD and and Walmart and Best Buy, and, and we sold a lot of DVDs, more so than most you know, smaller movies do. There wasn't tens of millions of dollars spent on advertising. So like, people will see the cover and they'll be like, oh, I, I, 
I've heard of that, right. but it's just not rammed down their throat. So they look at me and they go, what are you doing? Because, right. you know, I'm not part of that, like, big wheel right now. But then, you know, it kind of ebbs and it flows. I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years, and there are some moments where I'm a part of the big marketing, you know, studio sort of thing and then there are other moments where i'm just working hard and keeping creative yeah i mean that's i mean that's, and that's, that's okay a, yeah exactly i still get to i still get to do what i love i'm still very thankful well you're you're a pro yeah. you're a pro no doubt about that man i mean seriously that's this the guy's got his hands in everything yes, he does all right even pie that's right so i had to throw that in not my scene not my not scene. not as exactly scene. i know man. that's 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 big that's big this thing <laughs> He, uh, you know, it's funny too when he when he went on to play when he when he did Loser that movie Loser Joe you ever see Loser Yes, Jason I did, Biggs did that. Yeah. I I always could see Thomas playing that part the same exact part. Yep, absolutely. He could do it. Did you guys? I mean, you guys should at least like fought for it, like mm-hmm. Drew Straws or something, man. He would have. He would have knocked it out. <laughs> I, at least I think he would have. Yeah, he would. So t- listen, Thomas, man. Now, do you got anything else that's going on right now currently that we can we can steer the people towards that you know give them their attention to like what, what you're doing right at the moment? Anything that's uh you're you're promoting or you're gonna be somewhere? Uh, like I said, this is a national show, man. So people listen all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still continuing on the uh, you know the Comic Con circuit. Um, I've got a bunch more you know Wizard World Comic Cons that I'm I'm doing uh, in the next little bit. So we're uh, we're heading to Des Moines next, and I'm playing a show there, and Columbus, Ohio, and playing a show there, and Boise, Idaho, and Winston Salem, North Carolina. Then I'll be back in Chicago, and I'm playing at the House of Blues, and there for Wizard World Comic Con, which is like the biggest Wizard World uh, of the year okay. out of like all 20 that they do. Um, and then, you know, as far as uh, I, I'm not really currently working on a new album, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. And then, obviously, there's Living Among Us that you can see on streaming or mm-hmm. DVD, and The Lost Tree, which is streaming and DVD that I produced and starred in. And then, yeah, next up is. I'm producing and starring in a neo-noir drama next month called Adverse, uh, which is going to be something very, very different for me. Uh, I'm producing and starring in a comedy called Bitcoin in July. Um, (laughs) So, And then obviously Handbook for Mortals, which is based on the best-selling book. Um, And then obviously Ray Martin's movie, Stealing Tom Nichols. There's a few other that are in the works, but those are sort of the next four movies that I'm producing and, uh, and acting in. This guy works more than I do, Joe. I'm telling Seriously, you. this is incredible. I thought you were a hustler. Jeez. <laughs> Tom's got me beat, man, big time. Seriously. Well, listen, Tom, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I want to let these people know where to find you on Twitter. Uh, it's at T-I-N Band, at T-I-N Band on Twitter. Um, and listen, man, I want to thank you so much for hopping on with us for, for as long as you did. It was a lot of fun talking to you. Uh, I will post uh, on all the social media platforms all, you know, where they can find all your um, – you know all your you know, all your projects, and make sure that they uh, you know that you are in the public eye again, so we don't have to slap you on buses. Make sure everybody can see you flat out. <laughs> and well, I, I appreciate it. No man. problem. Uh, I appreciate very, you coming very much. on. And, and yeah, it's 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 at Tin Band on all the socials. My name's too damn long for uh, yeah for all the handles, so it's just at Tin Band on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and I'm on Snapchat, and you can catch my music on Spotify and. Uh, or, or music videos on YouTube, all that fun stuff. And thank you so much for having me on the show. No, are you kidding Beautiful. me, man? It's it's been, it's, it's our honor. And listen, man, I can't wait for you to get back into town. Uh, not only just to meet you, but to like, but to work together. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna be the biggest pain in the ass you've ever met in your entire life, man. I could attest to that. Trust me. <laughs> I got to give the people what they want, man. I, I love I, it. I got I got to do it. But uh, mm. but we'll definitely ca- we'll definitely catch a beer while you're in town too. So 
Thank you again for calling in. Thomas I. Nichols, everyone. Beautiful. God does everything, man. Dude. See, I like a guy that just doesn't do just acting. He or did just everything. This. Exactly. He does everything. He's a jack of all trades. I mean, he's well-rounded. He Some is of these well actors, that's all he can do is act. And then you, you put him in a room to do anything else. So like Frankenstein's monster. Speaking of well-rounded, we got yes. Catfish Charlie over here. Oh, beautiful. All right. He's on, he's on the line. He's got his he's questions call, he's ready. He's calling in Tuesday 10. You got to follow Henry Rowan Gardner, Chief. That's right. It's big shoes to I'm fill. I'm following him now, by the way. I don't know how I do that. Seriously, that's a legend. How do I follow Henry Rowan Gardner? I don't know, man, but that guy was, dude, I didn't know he was that busy. Seriously. Seriously, man. That guy works, like I said, he works and he more made than time I for two mama looks like us. Which is incredible for it him. Is. So, it's, listen. Kudos to him. Again, the, the whole point of, like I said, the, the whole point of, the, of, of doing a podcast is. What is the point? I've been wondering that. There is zero point. <laughs> But the point is, is yes. that you, you, you listen to terrestrial radio, and it's like, how many times can you hear the same guys calling in? Oh my god! To give you advice about this, to, to talk about right. it. the same. You know, you look at Philadelphia, right? Oh. I mean, you got how many times can you have guys like Larry Boa calling in, and Kurt Schilling calling in, and right. this guy calling? In. It's just like, right. the, the point is, find these people. Like, you know that we've all grown up with. We all know. We all love. Man, you know the on. name immediately. Yeah, Charlie. What are you doing? Are you chewing like he's outside? He's sandpaper? A wind tunnel, I think. What the hell are you doing, dude? <laughs> Wait, is there, is there noise coming through? That's all right. It sounds yeah. like you're putting together a kitchen cabinet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> Here, let me take that off. Yeah, I have hold on a bit. What'd you do? I drink a bunch of bath salts and go to an Ikea? Turn off your radio, please. Yes, thank you. I'm acting like a Philly sports radio host. Yeah. Stop the hammering! <laughs> can you guys hear me better now? Yeah, yes. we, we can hear you better now. And thanks for the call. She's got the best ra- yeah, exactly. She's got the yeah. best radio voice. Uh, you know, I love that. I love when they say... Hey, thanks for taking my call. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you for calling me. Exactly. Thank you for, because if you didn't call me, I would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> right, right. And I love when they go, yeah, I just got a few things to talk about, and, I, and I'll, you know, I'll let you go. They'll let let you me go. go. No, yeah. I'm going to let you go in exactly. 30 seconds because I'm going to run yet. Like you're a hindrance to them. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I'll hang up and listen. That's right. No, what are you going to do? Hang up and kill yourself? <laughs> what do you, you got two options. You got to hang up and listen or hang That's up and kill yourself. That's what you should yourself. do if you're listening to Sports Radio <laughs> to begin with. I can't stand it. Anyway, so Charlie's here with the Tuesday 10. All right. <laughs> He couldn't be here live tonight, but he's you here in spirit. Ready? He's here over the phone. I'm ready. Joe, you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to plug right. him right now on uh, Twitter. You're going to plug? Okay, thank God you said on Twitter. Exactly. All right. All right, Charlie. Yeah, without further ado, let's go. <laughs> Tuesday 10. Roll it out. All right. What, this is uh, following Henry Rowan Gardner. What fictional baseball player would you add to your favorite baseball team? Steve Nebraska. <laughs> Steve Nebraska from the scout. The guy... Hit no, did nothing but hit home runs. Check him out. Did nothing but hit home runs. He threw 110 miles an hour. His first playoff game for the Yankees against the, against, against the St. Louis Cardinals, he, he got 27 batters, 27 up, 27 down, 81 pitches, all of them strikes. All right? Seriously. Steve Nebraska, shut it down, Yeah, dude. I wasn't going that, that way. What are you going to do, Roy Hobbs? I'm doing Roy Hobbs. Dude, Steve Nebraska was shit on Roy Hobbs. I'm doing Roy Hobbs, man. Listen, the older this guy. Is no, yeah. This is no. This is no. The slight. older grizzled veteran Look, that comes in, you know. This is no slight to Thomas, but yeah, our boy Henry over here. But Steve Nebraska, I'm yeah. Joe. This guy was King Kong. He was a fictional. He was like that. a fictional character. Yeah, but twenty-seven can, up, twenty-seven down, eighty-one pitches, all of them strikes. But I, I can relate to Roy Hobbs, though. I'll give you a couple reasons why. Why you got shot by two women? Exactly. <laughs> That's number one, and number two, you know, he's a, he's an older guy like me. Steve Nebraska, look it up. (laughs) Next question. All right. He was overwhelmed by that one. 
What's the best classic rock song? The best classic rock song? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, it's speaking of classic rock, too, a lot of these guys mm. going to be dying pretty soon, man. Yeah, well, the Stones gonna, are still out there. We are going to lose a lot of key the Stones ain't going to know. If Keith Richards is still around, we're okay. I'm going to go with... Uh, How are the Rolling Stones still alive? It's, not, it's unbelievable. And Keith Richards Cocaine alone. and heroin, man. Yeah, exactly. Keith Richards alone is a medical miracle. They're not, it's not that they're still alive. They're still procreating. Yes, yes. They're exactly. still procreating. Mick Jagger's well, got I mean, a wife. When you have a 19-year-old model wife... He's you're re- dating people younger you're, than I do. You're not really doing any of the work. She's having the code. I mean, come on. No. John, don't start me up. Because if you do, I'll never <laughs> start stop. Start you up, I'll never stop. I'll That's never good. stop. That's right. Um, <laughs> the best classic rock song. I'm shattered. Oh, man. That's tough, man. Joe, I can't get no satisfaction with you, Joe. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do... Um, oh, we could do this God. all day long, guys. I know. I'm going to say... It's tough. I'm not going Freebird. No, no. I hate Freebird. It's played out. And I'm not... You going Zeppelin? I'm, I don't want to do Stairway, because if, if, if I'm going to do Zeppelin, I like Over the Hills and Far Away. That's, right. my, fa- that's, that's my favorite. I like uh, in, the, in the Evenings, mine. Huh? Hey, just keep rambling on. In, exactly. the, in the evening, underrated. Um, man, that's, that's tough. It's, it's tough. It it's just too tough a question, Charlie. Come on, man. I, I, I one, one drink in me, dude. I'm going to go jump a Jack Flash. Uh, my, my bad. I, I should have been buying you drinks tonight. That's right. It's my fault. Oh, you could get somewhere with Luigi, too, if you did that. Well, oh, hey. Yeah, you know. He's, you know uh, yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> I'm going to go jump a Jack Flash. <laughs> I'm going to jump a Jack Flash. It's an oldie but uh, classic. And I love the Stones. Whatever, so. he's going. Doug McGregor says cashmere, satisfaction. Yeah, I mean, cashmere, you know. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. Oh, Ted dancing. <laughs> See, but, like, that, that thing, though, too, is, like, there's, like, the hard, like, I, I like, I'm a petty guy. I love petty. But is that, can, you know, is that a rock? That's what I mean. Like, what kind classic. of rock and roll are we yeah. talking well, here? I mean, you know. I'm yeah. talking WMGK plays this song. Uh, they would play uh, Jump All right. Flash. You know, okay, okay. You, wanna, you know what I like? You know what I like? And just because of the voice. Yes. And nothing more than the voice, because I think this is the greatest voice in the history of music. Of rock music? Of rock. And then I don't even think it's debatable. Right. But I, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Fat Bottom Girls <laughs> by Queen, brother. I can't go Queen, man. Oh, that's... I can't no, go sorry. Queen. You're right on on that. But I, I think there's no better... So, there's no better... Seriously, there's no better singer than Freddie Mercury. Mm. Is that debatable, Joe? Yeah, he was good. He I was just, good. No, he, he was, was good. good. I can't go queen he for was the, the best. I can't go queen for the top rock band now. I mean, if you're going that way, his voice was incredible. But I mean, I can't. You know, you're gonna put them over the Stones and Zeppelin, and you know. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, no way. I don't know over. Well, no maybe way. not over Zeppelin. Not maybe over the Stones, but no. maybe. But who else? Who's three and four? Uh, he's a great voice, but uh, the band that's the band as a whole, I don't. I don't put their portfolio over. Uh, well, no, guys. their portfolio is not. I mean, Michael Bolton's got a bigger portfolio. Exactly, than exactly. But I'm saying, <laughs> it's it's it's. Thank you. It's it's tough, dude. For it me, it's tough. One. But it's I great. love the voice. That's why catfish. The questions are epic. Yeah, but you can't. It's a hard question. Yeah, but I shot Steve Nebraska out of, like, out of well, a cannon. But I don't know this. I don't know, man. You know, you got you, you had it like. Yeah, in, I'm in surprised the you had two different. Anything by Method Man. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's not really rock, I don't think. I know, buddy. Yeah. That's, that's rock. That's crack rocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's Take pushing rock and bricks. All right, you ready for the next one? Nope. Born ready. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Does LeBron let his team go down 2-0 to the Celtics to build the drama? Oh. 
You mean to like to to, to get the 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 whole aura of LeBron up <laughs> to make it interesting? Yeah. No, I don't think mm-hmm. he let him go down two nothing at all. I don't because think so that either. means he's got to work harder by himself. What I yeah. think happened is, I think that the the Cleveland Cavaliers. Shit the okay, first of all, Boston was riding a huge high by knocking off Philadelphia. Okay, all cylinders flying. Yep. Okay, and I think they really caught Cleveland and company company sleeping. Yes. Okay. And, again, they shot the lights out from three-point land. Mm-hmm. Again, if you can see the last two games, they've really been the tail of the tape. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the double-digit scoring efforts from every single person in the, in the starting lineup for the Boston Celtics, aside from Jalen Brown scoring 25 mm-hmm. points, Jason Tatum's coming back to earth. He's scoring, yep. you know, 11, now This series is kind of mirroring last more, year. Same really thing. Marcus Smart really not contributing too much. I mean, as far as minutes and defense, mm-hmm. yes, but the points are not there. They're just not scoring like they were. And that is a testament to the fact of LeBron James turning the defense up along with the rest of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I think a little bit of that shine coming off of that, that, that second game, that second series win against the, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers yeah. starting to come off of the, the Boston Celtics. Right. I think the... Uh, the cream, as they say, Joe, is starting to rise to Correct. the top now. Love and um, I agree, he's not. He wouldn't. I don't think he did. That. He don't. He don't throw the first two on purpose now. Because why? Because he's got to work harder. He's got to play. He's playing forty-eight minutes a night, man. I mean, he, aside from that, uh, you know, from the game three blowout. Right. I'm sorry. From the game two blowout. Two blowout. No, no, it was game three. I'm sorry. It was game three. The game in three blowout series. in this series. Yeah, I'm thinking of the last. Um, he's had to play almost every damn minute just to keep him in it. I mean, he's haven't been like. You not know, only that, regardless of what happens, he's out of Cleveland. So, yeah, he's gone. So he's, he's not, gone. This isn't any the legacy. And I got a spoiler thing. alert. Oh, really? I don't think he's coming to Philly. I know where he's going. He's going to Houston. No, I'm thinking Lakers. No, he's not going to the Lakers. I'm thinking Lakers. The Lakers are too far away from winning anything, uh, Joe. I don't know. L.A. LA yeah, he doesn't care about the L.A. and the sunshine. Uh, he wants well, rings, Who doesn't Joe. care about L.A. and the sunshine? He wants rings. He's, yeah, because you're there Come for on, Coke. Dude. He's there for titles. That's why, Joe. <laughs> That's the difference. That's an outrage. Next question. Yes, next question, please. What game-worn jersey would you most like to own? Game-worn jersey? One of Sasha Gray's tank tops. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. One of Dan Ugla's tight tight jerseys. Let's see here. Um, (laughs) I would go. So we're talking like player and the game that it was in. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say Well, some lady got that. <laughs> well, several, Joe Rafino said Wilt's 100 game, 100 ladies point game. Might have yeah, a few, few women probably were wearing that. He right hit now. the boards and hit the headboards. Um, <clears throat> see her. Well, that's a tough. That guy's field goal percentage through the roof. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, oh, man, hmm. it's a tough one. All right, What's I'll that? do it. I'll go Homer. All right. I'll, oh, go home. Go home I'll go okay. Homer. I'll go right. Homer. I'd like to wear Nick Foles jersey from winning the Super Bowl. Ah, there, there you go. go. I'll, go, I'll, sport. go I'll go Homer, man. Could be any sport. That's right. That's right. I'll go Homer. I'll play, the, I'll play up the crowd. Now, you know me, Joe. Right. I'm the last thing from one of these hashtag fly, go fly. Right, right. You I know, got you. beating off the Carson Wentz, throwing off a one-leg bullshit That's tape right. guys, asking asking people for freaking handouts That's on right. social media. Hand job, you know, because they handouts. can't add another kid and they can't afford the fucking house and right. all this other stuff like oh, that. Oh, Twitter, do your I thing. I don't want to hear it. Wait, Twitter, do your thing. Come on. I, I, got, my, I got my thing for Twitter. Come at me, bro. Okay. Seriously, <laughs> come at me, all right? Because this ain't social media. I have a twist on mine. All right? I'm just, I'm just saying, there is no, like, every goddamn person, we're family. We're fam- <laughs> really? You're family? You're not family. You're perfect fucking strangers He's is triggered. what you are, dude. Okay? He's triggered again on Eagles Twitter. I'm just I'm sick and tired of it, dude. I'm just I I'm just you, sick and tired of it. Like, just go to the game. 
cheer for the same team. That's right. Talk about the sport every now and again. But do you have to suck each other's cocks and 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 like, I, like do you have to do it? Like do you have to do it? I'm sorry, man. I'm not trying to be vulgar here on Wake the, on the, the kids air. up. I'm not trying to be vulgar, and I'm not trying to be vile and put people down. And you can follow the team, and you can have fun, and you can do all this stuff That's like right. that. But when you're seriously thinking, this is family. Mm-hmm. Your leader, the godfather of your family. Brian Duggar himself was like, I had enough of this shit. I'm out. <laughs> he left. He left the nest. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm saying you're off the rails here. Saying, but that's the thing, though. It's like you come at me. You're off, the, you're off topic. You come at us. You come at all of us. That's right. No, I hear you. No, no. That's like that's like me I when I was you. in high school. You got yo. Well, if you fight me, you got to fight my cousin too. I, I mean, goddamn you, family baby. members, you got. I got to fight that's you right. all. That's come right. on, man. Like why can't you stand for yourself? That's the point, man. All right, wait a minute. Could I answer the question now, please? <laughs> no, after I'm that, still after going. That rant. My thing is this. Uh, I'm still going. My point is, is that. There is a spot for, there's a place for fandom. There's and then, a and place it, for us. And then it's lunacy. Yes. Okay? And all this stuff where it's like we have to we gap. Do a, how about we do a whole show about this? Maybe next week. No. All right. That's okay. No, yeah, not I'm next week. Next week we got Burger Brawl. All right. We got the all burgers the coming in. Homemade Delicious coming in. That's man. right. Well, but Burger Brawl, we got to stay grounded. So it, I uh, all right. Can I answer the question? Yes. Now? Jesus, God. Oh, what? You finally want to talk? <laughs> you don't got to go to the bathroom? Not yet. Don't say it because then I'll have to go. People like Pavlov's dog. All right, I'm going to go, uh, even though I'm a Philly fan, I got to go uh, Reggie's jersey from the night he hit uh, three home runs. Was that 70? Reggie Jackson? Yeah. 77, oh, okay, 78, 77, I'm going to say. 78, I think. And you're like, you know, three huge homers. Philly guy. Absolutely, yeah. You but, just did, you but, just did a, a, a blog, which I will credit you on. Uh, Dick Allen I just read. I just read your Dick Allen by Joe. Thank you. You only misspelled yeah. one word. Oh, thank you, sir. Which was, one was I'm it? telling you this right now. Which one was it? It was towards the end. I'll show you. All right, all right. Good. And you're usually pretty good. You're a wordsmith. I know. Usually I... You're I, a wordsmith. I like it. Not ten- Kate Smith. Right. But <laughs> it was very well done. I, I mean, it literally, it gra- Joe, seriously, it sucked me in, dude. I it was, it was fantastic. And I never saw the guy play. And that's when th- I thought maybe you would want to. It was awesome. Yeah. You want to kind of get into that. Maybe you want to. Oh, like his jersey? Yeah, not one of those kind of, you know, one of the Phillies oh, guys. Well, that's one of the set. Yeah, well, but yeah, but the Phillies guys are like, I'm trying to think of like a moment, you know, yeah. bunning from the no hitter game. Doug McGregor says, Corrado isn't going with Stockton shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Tidy whiteies. <laughs> now, that's mine. It's still Reggie. Because that, 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 that was a worldwide known, you know, but my p- thing, performance. And I want to bring this back to this whole fan base thing. And it goes, it goes, it goes through every single fan base around the country, every team. Well, there, social media caused this. Thing. There's a you know fan that. base, and then there's what we call a cult. Right. They're Stepfords. That's what they are. But I understand, it's, but social media has exaggerated that. That's, that's it's, the problem. It's outrageous. Like, Without social media, you'd never know it was out there. That's what I'm saying. I'm the, like, look, Except for the Flyers. I live, in, I live in this town. I am one of the I'm, – I'm, I'm not a four-for-four four guy. Yo, Bo, are you people, a lunch pal for, guy, Bob? people that don't live inside of Philadelphia, four-for-four four guys. Yo, Bo, are you a Rocky guy? You're a fan of all four teams in the major, in the major market. Yes. Here. I'm a three for four guy, all right, because I'm not a hockey fan, so I don't really like the flyer. I give two Yo, shits Bo, about Gino's it. Gino's a patch. I mean, again, Joe, Joe, for me, ice, keep the drink cold. That's for me. I hear all right? you. That's what it's, that's, it is for me. I'm a three for four guy. But there, you're not going to find a I'm, – I'm just as big as a Phillies fan as you are, but you're Joe. a realist. I'm a huge Eagles fan like anyone else is. You're a realist, so am I. I'm not into that. I am a, I'm an enormous basketball fan. I love the Sixers. Yeah. But I'm not going to shove it down your throat. I think I don't it's an prove. age thing, and I think it's a, it's a social media. But that's thing. the thing. It's a bunch of 20-year-olds. But here's the thing. Right, it's not exactly. just a bunch of 20-year-olds because oh, I know. the Some worst people Luke's. are the, are the, the ones that are our 40s. age. Yeah, exactly. My hey, age. Speak, I, I, I got them in the mid-30s. No, I know. I'm, I'm in 40s. My thing is, is that 
You know, this is kind of, I'm in therapy, all right? And I got I to gotta go talk to my doctor about a whole new bag of freaking issues. Well, I because, can't see why. You don't seem like you're pent up or anything. No, no. I got a lot of, <laughs> I got a lot of shit in the basement I got to deal with. Yeah, exactly. All right? And it's not lawn furniture. The thing is with me is that the, you need a fleet it's, animal? it's the older people that are like, they're trying to like to be hip. Right, right. Right. And they're trying to like you're out your just party. Be yourself, with, just man. be yourself, man. Be yourself. You're 46 years old. Be yourself. That's what the ladies like. That's what the you know the Stop. guys like. That's the thing though too. Be it's yourself. like you're trying to be cute. You're trying to fit in with the in right. crowd. But that's not your crowd no more, homie. Exactly. It's not your crowd anymore. I, like, I'm 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 already reserved to the fact that you know, I, I'm past. I'm in the twilight of my years. Yeah. You know. You know. So you I'm know, not trying to be you know the baby Yui. You know. What you I'm know. Saying? You know what's cool when you're mid 40s? Not supporting sure, some. Not, not, not supporting old. some. Getting out of bed. Not supporting some random Eagles fans. Uh. Yeah. You know, freaking go fummy. You know what? You know what's important? What's that? Paying the goddamn mortgage, exactly. Joe. Taking out of bed in the morning. Kids, right. Filling right? the car up with gas. Yeah. Get off of Twitter and God go do. Damn it. Go help your kids with their homework. Yeah, get off my lawn. Yeah. No wonder Jimmy's struggling in school and Cindy's slitting her wrists. Jesus Christ, man. Step up and be parents. My God. <laughs> Fucking dopes. Well, you're a regular Thanks Dr. Oz, I'll tell you. All right, what's your next question there? Uh, I'm sorry, Chuck, man. This is how I feel. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it. the question that triggered. Not going to take your I thought this today. was going to be the question that triggered Luigi. Oh, oh, you were wrong, great. Chico. No, wait, next one. Place, why can't Americans place the blame on human beings for the school shootings? Because agendas are more important than uh, getting down to the real problem. That's why. It's all about narratives. You're fired. <laughs> That's what it's all about. It's about I, narratives, I, I about likes, and about clicks. Even, I almost don't even want to touch. Well, this social media—it feeds into the same Eagles fan base thing. It's social media. And again, Let's I'm about ruin to, that too. And again, exactly. I, don't, I don't mean just the personal Eagles. responsibility in this country. Now I'm going to rant. Go. Personal responsibility in this country I is mean, a thing of the past. Nobody takes responsibility for their own act. Now this kid that, that, that this scumbag that killed those uh, th those kids in this past shooting. Now his father comes out, he was bullied. So that's going to be the, the defense. It's always somebody else's fault with these guys. Always somebody else's fault. You know what I say? A bullet costs 10 cents. They should have popped him when they had the chance. Turn the, the cameras off in the car. Turn the body cameras off and save the taxpayers' money with these cretins. <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> I, I, All right? I, I, I think you both share that, by the way, in a, one way or the other. Yeah, I'm just going to let Joe. Like, um, I know Chuck, Chuck does. I'm going to piggyback on Joe's. Yes. Yeah. Not, not, not I really look. This is too much of a sensitive subject for me. Well, Chuck uh, goes into those. You know, he goes into those uh, heavy uh, subjects. You know what I'm saying? Look, I just, mm -hmm. I just think that. I always thought that you don't really need. I hate this whole thing when you're like, you know, assault rifle this, or machine gun that. Like, you want to have a gun, but you're right to have a gun. I think maybe you should do a little bit more of a background check to make sure you're okay to have a gun. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I think that needs to be. You can't enforced. regulate evil intent. That's I think that argument. needs to be invoiced. Uh, I mean, invoked no matter what. Um, I also feel that you have a right. Like I said, you have a right to own a pistol. I don't think you need to have something that shoots seventy-five rounds inside of thirty seconds. I don't think you need that. Um, you know, you can say I, I think it's okay to have a hunting rifle. I mean, we've been hunting since the beginning of time. It's how we eat. Hunter-gatherers. I don't go... There's nothing against it. Right. I just don't know what you need an AR-15 to go shoot a deer, a deer with. I don't, I don't understand that. Kinda but still takes, beyond that, you need evil intent um, to use it. That's the thing, mm -hmm. is that the one thing I do agree with, mm -hmm. no matter what, is, Joe, if I put a gun on that floor right there, on, in the corner of, that, of moonshine right there, that's right. that gun's not going to get up itself and start shooting Exactly. exactly. It's not going to do that. It takes intent, and it takes a lunatic, or it takes, you know... 
evil evil is always going to find a way. It's always going to find a way. It's always going to find a way. Yep. And let's be honest, man. I think I think the real problem is. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to get to this. No, this is going to be a little sensitive. I think the real problem is... And You're I, not going I, after I, Eagles no, Twitter no, again, No, right? no, 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 no. Right. I think the real issue is it's the security at schools, man. It's well, the, that's sec- part it's of the it. security at, at malls. Mm-hmm. It's the security at, at any public place in this country. But could we trust people not to be lunatics? Now, hang on that's a second. The thing. Here's, the, here's the deal. The thing is, Joe, we, we can't anymore. The times have changed. Yep. It's like when people write, like, you know, when they look at the, the Bill of Rights and they look at all these things in the Constitution, like, well, you know, there's been some amendments. Maybe we need to make a few more because mm-hmm. things have changed. Right. Um, I'm sorry. If, if one parent doesn't feel that, you know, it's, it's traumatizing to their child to have to walk through a metal detector, get to class, I'd rather have my kids walk through a metal detector than have metal enter their body. Right, exactly. You know, yep. from some maniac. My daughter has school. my daughter has shooting drills. We have listen. Have we have we have veterans, mm-hmm. retired veterans. Yep, they're looking for work. That are looking for work. Yep. Okay. Yep. We have officers, retired police officers, who are now greeters at Walmart. Yep. As opposed to maybe I don't know being a greeter at a school. Yep. Standing out there, an armed person, yep. uh, someone who has had training. Yep. In these kind of and things. And the government won't do anything for them, so why not put the work there here? and just have a presence. Mm-hmm. It's about having a presence. It's a visible I work, for, I work for the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. All these security officers that are there, yes. we're not carrying weapons. They got, these guys got whistles, man. They don't have anything. Right. They're not going to hurt you. Right. But you know what, though, Joe? It's the presence. If there was no one standing, if there was no one standing there, you would touch the painting. But right. if someone's standing there, you're probably not going to touch it. The odds go down, right? Right. Take some of these people, these yeah. well, these well-abled, capable, veteran individuals that we have in this country that are looking for work, right? And put them to work. Put them to work. Put them It'll by doing the best everybody. thing. By having them being. You 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 say that we need a better front line. How about creating a front line? Create the front line defense. Right. And put someone there. Right. Is it really that traumatizing to have a kid walk to school and just know that, you know what, no one's going to walk in here and start shooting the place exactly. because there's someone here to stop that from happening? I agree. Exactly. Seriously, yes. because, again, I am, I am I'm fortunate. It's a double-edged sword. I'm fortunate and I'm unfortunate. I'm fortunate in the fact that I don't have children. I'm unfortunate in the fact that like, I, I would love to have kids. I think it'd be a great dad. Seriously, I if it's ever you are, I don't know if it's ever gonna happen. Right. It's probably not gonna happen. Right. Um, but change your life, man. If if I was the, if I was a father of a child at a school, I would literally walk my the way the things are going yep. now. I would walk my kid to class every single I, day. I take my and then to I would sit the outside bus. of the school yep. the entire time, and I'd go get a gun and I would just wait. My daughter has uh, fire drills and shooting drills in school. She doesn't think anything of it. That's the scary part. Yeah, we have to have active. We didn't have that. No, we didn't have active. You know what we had? Yeah. I had metal detectors, Joe. Exactly. I had metal detectors, Joe. Yeah. I, had to get, I, had I to didn't get, even we, have that. We had pat-downs. Yeah, we didn't. Seriously. Well, we had that. The only pat-downs we had were going on in the locker room, but you know, that's another story. That's, that's you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, think, exactly. I just think that there needs to be a presence. It's and a visible there, deterrent. There is. It's like when I used to put, have a club on my car. Everybody, everybody in Philly knows about the club. Right. I never locked the club. I get the key, get the key and stick it up your ass. Right. Okay. 
because it's a visible deterrent. Well, people well, would say, how can we not lock in the club? I say, it doesn't matter. Well, that then it was Once a they're in the car, you're screwed anyway. That and it was a 79 El Camino with rusted out wheel well, wells. Well, that too. It was I mean, a Plymouth that's, Reliant. That's the, that's the you know, problem. You know only nuns were driving yeah. and me. Plymouth, you know, the funny thing is about the Reliant, it wasn't reliable. It wasn't. It, it wasn't reliable at all. You could get up a hill with that thing. But the point is a visible deterrent. That's all you need, visible deterrent. Yeah, so I, I'm a big proponent for that. Yes. And like I said, I think there needs to be, no matter what, yes. there needs to be stricter. And that's the other thing, too, with these, these, some of these people that are so extreme, they're like, oh, we want to take the guns away. And other people are like, oh, you're going to take our guns well, away. Well, because extremes get likes. No one wants to take your guns away. No, extreme right? opinions get likes. I don't want to take them away. Right. I would like for you to have your weapons. It's fine. It's your, but be reasonable. It's your right, but be reasonable, again. Exactly. Yes. That's it. That's but re- reason. Reason. Reason is uh, reason left a building in this country. Well, we know that. Next question. No, it did. Yes. All right. A little lighter. Oh, What's thank the oh, best thank God. nacho topping? What was what? that? Who? Best nacho topping? What's the topping? best nacho topping? Mm. Cheese, dude. Really? <laughs> it's kind of a staple. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? This has actually got to go with a, um, you got to go Mount Rushmore on this, Joe. Because there's multiple <laughs> toppings on nachos. Because nachos alone, the standalone nacho is just a queso. Right. right? But if you want. No, Joe Rafino just gave me a crooked look out of his left eye. <laughs> you stay over there, mozzarella stick boy. Give me a dirty eye. I'm not ready for you yet. Yes. When it comes down to nachos, I got to do. All right. So I, I think you got to go, go standard queso. Right? Did you ever have a simple answer to anything? No. No. <laughs> you got to do. I like I like the I like the jalapenos. Okay, all right. Got to have jalapenos. Right. I like a shredded meat of some sort, <laughs> like a chicken or a beef. You don't want to go too crazy with like a sausage like or uh, yeah. you know venison or anything like that, depending on what part of town you're from. That's right. But I heard yeah. you like the sausage. I love the sausage. I know you do. Yeah. Watch your mouth, Joe. A slippy one. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Could, so, you, could you narrow it down, please, to one topic? And then I like, um, and then you gotta have the you gotta have the sour cream on there. That's where I was going, sour cream. I gotta you go mean sour. just cheese and sour cream? Yeah, because he asked me for kind one topping. I'm a topic. freaking maniac. Are you? I'm answering one, to- one, one topping. I'm answering his answer. Joe, one topic. Okay, let me tell you something right now. Nachos themselves are just a freaking chip. It's I'm a not tortilla a, you know, chip. I'm not a nacho fan anyway. I don't do Mexican. Okay? No, you don't. One. I understand. So then why are you even answering the question? Because I will eat nachos. That's as far as eat I go with the Mexican. No, I don't, no, I don't go Why? Well, what's the matter with it? It's got, it's got a nice little mango salsa thing going on. I ate quesadillas years ago, but I was dating a girl that managed the TGI Fridays up in the Northeast. That's the last time. I'm never doing that again. And that's only because I got it for free. That sounds like her, actually. She was actually actually waiting for a tip. Yeah, she was running the boulevard. Not the tip. (laughs) A tip. But yeah, that's my... So what about you, Charlie? What's your thing? Oh, I love pulled pork on top of the nachos. See, he's a ah. shredded meat kind of guy, okay, too. Okay, well, that's good. But, oh, you know, but, but see, that's one answer. He likes on the nachos. You like to pull your pork in public, Joe. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you hear, did you hear about that guy who pissed on the, uh, the frontier? Yeah, well, they have he, footage of him. He's peeing, literally just peeing. This is the best part. Yes. He's peeing on a frontier airline. Yes. Okay? And, uh, on the seat in front of on him. On the seat in front of him. And he was completely, in, uh, 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 what's called, uh, inebriated. Yes. And a woman complained because she was going nuts, right? They actually reprimanded her on yes, the airplane because she was the one causing hysteria. Exactly. It's like, listen, lady, we know the guy's pissing but the But you got to go, you got to go. But you're like at 36,000 feet, you got to take right. it easy, all right? You know what I mean? Well, he thought it was free streaming in that area. That's hey, why, why he said that. Yes, <laughs> exactly, for Wi-Fi. So, you, so you're a shredded pork guy, pulled pork guy. Oh, shredded pork all day. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to shower cream. Next question. I'm not pulling my pork. I'm shredding it. No, that's all right. I'll be pulling mine later. Well, of course. What up, Red Tube? But I'm single at 45. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question, please. All right. Here's now, should men stand up and demand equal representation in divorce and custody court? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Charlie. You know what show you're calling, What's going right? on in the life of Chuckles, man? <laughs> I mean, dude. All right. So the question is, should men stand up in the middle of custody court and demand? No, should they stand up and demand right now? I'm saying all men start going out there and protest. We're too lazy. We don't to protest. have equal representation in custody and divorce court. Well, you can call Cordell and Cordell. Yeah, we're, we're too lazy to protest. No, no, actually, there you might know be what? A show on. No, something. you know what? He's got a point with this. Okay. He's got a point with this because it'll never. Happen. No, 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 no. The father and, and and a lot of a lot of women out there, a lot of level-headed women. There's not many out there. <laughs> but, there but they do exist. There's a few. I have a date. I've seen more polar bear than I've seen level-headed <laughs> women. But all right. My thing is this, is that there are enough level-headed women out there that will agree that men really do get the shaft when it, do, when it comes to custody. Absolutely. Okay? Because there are oh, a yeah, lot of very well-abled, perfectly mm -hmm. just nurturing fathers out there who want nothing more than to spend time with their kids. Right. Who are more capable of doing a better job right. of raising the child than the mother is. However, but because she's but the, the mother's a, a mother, butana bruta vest. So, so, Joe so, yeah. said some words in Italian that I'm not going to mention right now in American, but just let's just say like a cump bench whore, basically, all right, is what it is. Just to dumb it down a little bit. Um, that they don't really get, you know, they get the, they get carte blanche to the kid because yes. they're the woman. And it's really unfair. I'm lucky, because, actually, because I get along with my ex-wife. So really? Because the way you talk. Absolutely. You know, no, it's, it's, uh, you know it's, it's my, it's my shtick. I know, it's your shtick. But the thing is, is that. You're still a pain in the ass, but, you know, it's, we get along as far as it goes. I'm when sure it comes she, to the kid, we get along great. See, that's the thing. The co-parenting thing is a huge thing. Right. But for the most part. When Everything you walk, else, forget about When it. you walk out of court, mm -hmm. it's usually like, you know, the dad's getting uh, every totally other weekend totally or he's getting true. this, he's getting that. Yeah. And. There's no chance in court. They're never really getting the upper hand. I think in some cases, mm -hmm. I think in a lot of cases, you know, I think the right should go to the dad. The problem is the men will never mobilize the way women, though. We're just, it's just not our nature. We're too no. lazy. Yeah, we're too lazy. We're too selfish, Joe. We're too selfish. The word is we selfish, are. Joe. Absolutely. You're the right. word is selfish. Men, for we the won't most do part, that. are selfish. We and won't do that. And, we, and I admit it. You know, yeah. I, I honestly got truth, man. I, I wouldn't care. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't care. I would get up in the morning. I'd make my kids breakfast. I'd do the well, homework no, with them. I'd, I'd, I'd go wherever. Guy. That's just the way it is, man. Absolutely. My well, kid wants made to, that way. If I had a daughter, she wants to go to the ball and wear a dress, dad's wearing one with her. I don't give a shit. I, don't, I care less, dude. <laughs> well, wait I care, a minute. Hold, well, on. If we, oh, hold on now, Caitlin. Hold Are on you now, Caitlin. Are you buttering their toast, Luigi? Yeah, really. Hold on now, Caitlin. What's no, going no, no. on? Here? I'm talking about if she wants to wear a tutu and she, she says, Daddy, wear one, too. I'm wearing one, too. All right, now. I'm not going that far. Sorry. That's because you got no confidence in your masculinity. Yeah, no. I do, but I'm Because it's me if they're going, oh, look at the cute little girl in a tutu. And her dad, too. Say it to my face, cocksucker. Yeah, it's not I mean, that's the difference, all right? Yeah, not happening. You ever been called a cocksucker by a guy in a tutu? I wouldn't even wear a pink tie. I mean, come on. It's salmon, Joe. Yeah, it's salmon. I know, salmon. So. My thing is that I, I, I do believe that there should be a little bit more that goes into it than just right away just relinquish the rights to the women. But that's the way it is, unfortunately. There are some dads that are starving out there just to get a chance to, to spend five that. minutes with their kid. I know a lot kid, of them. I know a lot of And they can't do that. And I know other ones that are total jerk-offs and don't deserve their kids. So it goes both ways. You know, I think, yeah, you're right, Joe. The pendulum Absolutely. does swing both ways. both ways. And historically speaking, yes. like uh, you so said, historically Joe, speaking, we historically don't speaking, we don't have a chance. We don't have a chance. We don't have a chance. No, Correct. So. We have a pair of cool yuns you're done. Next question, please. How many are left in this fine? Uh, Next. Four. 
Uh, we got three left. Oh, beautiful. Three or four. Joe hates this segment. Right. No, I love it. <laughs> I I'll make sure it. I don't have to pee. You ready? You yes. got to pee already? What's no, the matter with you, man? I'm controlling myself tonight. Go ahead. I got to get you on Cialis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, what belief are you willing to die for? The hot dog is not a sandwich. Belief. What belief are you willing to die for? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> wow. All right. Well, that's so Lauren there. Hoff is here live. Yes. All right. And she says. Lauren Hoff. Hoff on Twitter. Right. Hoff, Hoff on Twitter. Hoff something. Hoff, not the hot stepper. No, no. That's Ani Kamosi. The lyrical gangster. Excuse me, Mr. Officer. <laughs> All right. What's your answer there? Uh? She says yes. that is ch- chanting the Eagles fight song. Yes. At the Philly at Citizens Bank Park. Goes for chanting any other fight song for any other team at any other stadium. So, like, if you're, like, a Cubs fan and you're going, go Cubs, go at a Bears game, it Would sucks. you die for that, though? She feels that strongly about it. Oh, that's pretty, you know. Yeah, that's true. I saw that. I saw that. She was attacked. The trolls were out. I don't know, man. What yeah, belief? That's just tough. <sighs> I got one. Yeah, let me hear yours. Maybe I could gauge my I own. believe... I believe the more and more we disrespect our history, mm-hmm. the less and less, or the more and more likely our country is going to fall. Absolutely, and it's, it's driving me nuts. It's already happening. That there's a prom mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Yes. That's coming to the Philadelphia National Constitution Center, and they can't party like it's 1776. Disgraceful. Are you kidding Nobody me? Cares. I, uh, the funny part is I have left-wingers that, who I'm very good friends with on Twitter who totally agree that this, even this is insane. That's how far out of whack it's gone. It's just... Really? It's, it's out, it's out, uh, of, it's out of control. And more out of control <laughs> is the fact that they're capitulating to it. That's the bigger outrage than the idea itself that it's offensive it's just, is a school giving in. So, you know you my tear down statues, mm-hmm. you erase history, you condemn the repeat, and then it becomes communism. And there were already morons in this country. Nobody even knows you couldn't name the, you couldn't name the vice president. Eighty percent of the people, but they'll name who Chloe was riding in the last Jeez. three months. They'll they'll name that, but they want they, they don't know the, the vice president though. So that's my take. Well, Jack O'Donnell says he you know he would die for this country. Oh hey, God bless him. God bless him. Yeah, I mean, obviously. A lot, a lot have, too. A lot John have. Robinson checks in. He says, get well, yeah. TB. Yeah, Tony Bruno's uh, yes. he's a, a little bit of hiatus, so yeah. we'll be back after June 4th after he's done his, uh, his little operation. Um, yeah, man, I mean, aside from the country, I don't know, man. I've never been much of a, uh, you know, a religious man, right. per se. Right, me neither. Um, toast? To- Would you die yeah, for I'd toast? Yeah, I'd die on a sword <laughs> for that one. <laughs> yeah, because you want to know why? I'm like John Goodman over there in uh, Lebowski. I'm finishing my coffee. I'm finishing my coffee. I could get you a thumb by three o'clock. I gotta be honest, man. If if I I would die, I would die o'clock. for hot toast. Yeah, I would. And and the reason why is because it's the it's the simple things in life mm-hmm. that are being taken away from us. They are. And those are the things I would die for. I agree. I would. If you try to take away my simple freedoms, I would die to fight it political incorrectness, which you I know? think Charlie's on the same page with that. So. No, I'm on the same page there, Joe. Absolutely. We've got to keep up the good fight because we're outnumbered right now. 
Don't tell me you're going to protest. Please I don't tell me you're going to protest. If you protest, I will die. I'm too lazy to protest. I just, you know, I'd rather shit home on the couch. I can't, yeah, I can't I wait for another mo- like yeah. another move bombing. I really, I really oh, can't. Yeah. When these protest things that are happening. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's too much, dude. Too much. Protests have jumped the shark. So they they shouldn't be allowed to have their prom there anymore. <laughs> I honestly, I hate to ruin it for kids. Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't be allowed to have their prom I agree. there. I, it's an no, it's, it's historical grounds, man. It's, it's an outrage. You got what? You got a bunch of kids in there sneaking Jägermeister in their freaking backpacks. That's right. And, uh, you know, getting freaking head in the back of the, uh, the closet. <laughs> you know? What that was, ben Franklin was supposed to get blown back there. Ben not Frank, you. Ben not Frank you, was all right? Getting, ben Franklin was getting more ass in the toilet seat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He never survived. The, right. Me, the Me Too movement would swallow Ben Franklin up right now. He wouldn't even be able to fly his kite. <laughs> He'd be flying it in D-block. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt show you how to swing, though, wouldn't he? That's right. Damn right. You know Carry a big stick, brother. That's right. Yes, he would. All right. Next question. Yeah, that jungle. All right, last too. one. Yes, thank God. What's the lowest <laughs> denomination of money you will bend over and pick up off the ground? A penny. Really? I'm a bad. It's on heads. I pick it up. It, it dep- yeah, it dep- it's got to be on heads. I'm not above anything. I need every cent I can get. Pennies. I, I hate pennies, actually. So no, I, would because- go, I would go diamond up. Diamond up? Diamond so up. So if you see a nickel on the nah, ground, you're nah, leaving the it? the hell with a nickel. No. Nah. The hell with a nickel. What's a nickel? My brother here? left a nickel on the ground today. He said he was too good for it. And I'm I, sitting there looking at him. What's like, your brother do for a living? He's a, he's a general catcher. contractor. So he works, right? So a, he works, right? He's a meter maid. He works, yeah. right? He's a general. Yeah. He's, he's working, right? So he's not too good for the nickel. Yeah, he's working. He needs the nickel, right? That's, uh, he's go, not too good for the nickel. Grab the nickel. I go diamond up. I'm picking a penny up. Yeah, I'm going now. Now, I'm of course, pennies should be outlawed. Why? They're useless. They're not useless. I give nah, it back no matter what. Right. I get change, I give the pennies back. Hey, uh, Joe, there's that 1933 penny you should be keeping. Well, that, no, them, I keep it on, but I look at it first. I look at it first. You're right about that. I look at it first to see if it's older with the, with the different back. Other I got, than that, here you go, hon. Here, buy yourself something nice here. Keep Jesus, the penny. Joe. Keep the penny. <laughs> take a penny, give a penny, stick it oh, up your ass. Oh, you're from the tray, from the tray thing. Yeah, the tray, get, do whatever. Do whatever you want with the penny. You're useless. Get rid of them. No, man. Look. Christ Almighty! The penny, serves, the, the penny serves a purpose. It's not. It, it doesn't. Not anymore. It doesn't. Seriously, the dollar's it worthless. It memorializes. Now. So you're one of these guys that should come up with like a two dollar and fifty cents bill. Famous presidents. Well, yeah, it does, and I, I'll keep. Like you said, I'll keep the older ones. That's what I'm saying. But so we put Abe on the. I mean, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should change the president. Uh, maybe we should change some of these coins up. Yeah, well, maybe they we have. Should, maybe we should bump Hamilton. They've changed. They've changed some of them. And up. Uh, maybe maybe gave Abe a. Maybe give Abe a bump. Give Abe the boot? Yeah, you can't yeah, give yeah, Abe Yeah, give him out the boot. Maybe give him a bump. Wow. Put him on a dime. Uh, you don't like Jefferson? You're not a Jefferson guy? I like George Jefferson. I know. You love George Jefferson. Exactly. I use his dime at the cleaners. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Is that it, Charlie? Hey, guys. That's all. Thank you, brother. Jesus, I'll man. That was, that was intense, man. You, you made... You made, you, we had two blowjob references. Right. Well, you can't have enough. You asked us about two blowjob references, a prom, and school shootings. He, well, he covers the gamut, man. He runs a gamut on his uh, question. Well, he's Dr. Catfish That's Charlie. That's why he's the man. It's his stick. Sh- make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Dr. Cock. Dr. Cock? Dr. Cock? Is that all, your therapist name? I don't know, Joe. I'm all over the fucking place All right. Place I just want to make sure. Dr. Cock. <laughs> Maybe you could sponsor the show. Yeah, get a real rise out of that. Yeah, it's stiff competition yeah. with the podcast. <laughs> it's just a freaking bad so big. <laughs> Dr. Catfish, Charlie, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks Thank for your follow-up. These, uh, these questions will be available on Twitter tonight or yes. some, whenever the hell Charlie gets around He'll to be Charlie, them out later. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Thank you, sir. He's going already. He's going already. <laughs> Meanwhile. God damn, that was just, that was a lot, man. Hey, that's what he does, man. It's his shtick. <sighs> You know, he's got his thing. Everybody's got their thing on Twitter, you know? 
I understand. No, no, no. It's it's a good thing. That's why yeah. we asked him to be a part. Exactly. Get the Tuesday ten. It, it, it hit you with the heavy uh, with the heaviness. Speaking of the heaviness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Joe looks good. What are you talking about? I bring man? my man Joe Rafino up to the, t- <laughs> <laughs> to the table. Dude, he's getting a big down. seat. All right. He's, I, I hate this because off camera, this is Joe Rafino, everyone, for Stardom, Sidham, Cash Rate. I'm going to give you the Roy round of applause after this is done. The, uh, he's got the B bolt. Every time, on. every time, every, yeah, you always should get a shirt for you saying be on time, not be bold. <laughs> wow. Because every I'm coming t- from Jersey. Every time this guy comes in here, yes. he looks over at Joe and he has these side conversations. I'm like, well, he's guys, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're distracting the co host here. I, I need him. He's working the room, you know? I'm barely here as it is. I don't need any distractions. What's, what's going on, brother? Uh, not much. How's everything? Hey, I'm, doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, I went now, to the gym yesterday for the first time in six months, and I'm still so heavy. What'd you, what you, you do there? I just kind of... This is the same guy who tells me that... Two girls were in yoga pants. This is the same guy, oh, yeah. this is the same guy who just back. gave me a life hack for the... Um, <laughs> For my Fitbit. Yeah, what's the, what's the Fitbit oh, no. life hack? If, if you drink a lot of coffee, it tricks your Fitbit, thinking that your heart rate's up from exercising. Oh, really? Yeah. Because so I, 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 I quit coffee, actually, two months ago. Really? Why? I, been, I just quit it. I'm just, I, it was ripping my stomach apart. Really? Yeah. Nice. So what are you doing now That's for true. caffeine? Jack and Coke? Mountain Dews? That's pretty much it. Jack and Coke. During the day, too? Yeah, pretty much. Attaboy. Jesus Christ. No caffeine. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm high strung enough, man. I don't need it. Well, speaking of, you did, you did have a chance to kind of lay back. A little bit this weekend. Yeah. He did the, the Italian festival, or is it us Italians called Aves? Yes, Aves. All right. Aves. So the Italian festival happens Tutta down here fest. once a year. Yes. It's in South Philadelphia. It happens now Passionk Avenue. Not like it used to be. Not like it used to be. Well, no. that doesn't happen now, Passionk Avenue. It happens down um, Ninth Street. The Ninth Italian Street. market. Italian market. Well, there's not one Italian there. Not <laughs> it's, one. It's, it's the it Korean market. It really is. And hipsters. See, I'm dead serious. They say, let's go down to the Italian market. Yep. You're not going to find any Italians. Nope. And guys named Brandon. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Skinny Seriously. jeans, skinny yeah. jeans and That's all it was. It was ridiculous. But, but there were a few. No cannoli, but I plenty stand, of kimchi, all right? I stand there in the corner with the old holdouts, the few, the proud that are still, you know, wife the old. Beaters. Exactly, with the white beaters yeah. on. <laughs> and we're talking about the old days. Of course, everybody's ignoring us like the plague. So and my, we, you know. So you go, so you go down. So now tell us, so what happens during the, during the Italian fest? You got the. Oh, you got food. You got drinks. You know, you got the Italian music playing, a DJ. Johnny Luch was there. If any, all the locals know Johnny Luch, he, he wouldn't be known nationally, but. Johnny Luch is one of the big DJ. Jerry Blavitt was was uh, Who the also fuck is that exactly. Guy? <laughs> Jerry Blavitt was there. You know, yeah, Jerry Blavitt showed, showed Jerry up. Jerry Blavitt was there. All right. How and many? there were a couple of Eagles there. Who was there? I have no idea because I was intoxicated right? at the time. Was it, it probably was Jason? Kelsey. Was it Corey Clement? Kelsey was somewhere. That guy's making oh, okay. the rounds. Oh, he was a PO. Uh, it might have been. No, it wasn't Clement. It was two other. I don't know who they were. Alshon Jeffrey, maybe. I have no. I was he's hammered. A, at he's the a time. strong Italian. Yeah, he's right. Everybody kept telling me. Yeah, I, I, a guy came up to me, oh, there's a couple eagles over there. You know, I don't, I don't know who they are. <laughs> plenty, plenty of FBI you know, shares. They're, the pe- they're six feet tall, you know. I don't know who they are. So, you know. A lot of female body investigator shirts there, were fi- on. there was a brawl. And a it, fight. A fight broke out. And it involved out. all women, which does not shock me at all for the crowd that was there. Oh, Joe, you got to give me some details here. How'd I this have happen? no idea. I, this was after I left. One of my buddies was there and said that uh, he witnessed it. Did you? He didn't film it because he's too, he's too old. Did you get you know, action you know, on this? I didn't get any action. I, you know, I got right now. I You're talking about a fight that happens in the middle of the Italian festival. Yes. You got over-unders. You got, you got prop bets. That's right. And you got a line set up within five seconds. All I know is there, was, right? there were scrunchies everywhere yeah. and, hoop, <laughs> and hoop earrings all over yeah. Washington Avenue. Before three punches are thrown, yes. there's $16 million. And there, and there was a girl named Maria involved. Of, so of course. I mean, I just want to put that out there. And a guy named Paul. A guy named Paul. Little Paul. Peter Pauly. Exactly. <laughs> and a girl named Michelle. So the fight happens now. Joe, now tell us about yourself. Now, you, now you did the uh, like a little bit of a in, in Italian. I didn't we, my pole, in Italian, we call a stroll. We call it. We, we, 
I we, call, we call it like fun passage. Right, right. And we do right. a little walk. Right, I right? did. I did a little walk. Now you did a little walk. Now, yeah. now did you bring? Did you bring Lola? What you bring your daughter? No, she was. She had her cousin's birthday party, so I, I was with my. She ditched you for a little. Cousin. She did. She didn't care. Now, what did, actually, now, what, this it, it, it was no place for. Now, her what did Sunday. you partake in on the? What do you now? What's what's a typical day? Happen for the Joe in the Italian festival day. Well, I meet. I, you I get see, a Zeppeli. What are you doing? I see a bunch of guys I know that I thought were still in prison. That's number one. <laughs> number two, you get a little. You know, you look for a little cannoli action, maybe. You know. Right. So you walk to a couple of the stands. I had a couple of houses I knew. You go in, they have the open house. You go in for a little, a glass of wine. Is anybody home? Some, yeah. Some. Well, we break in. We take the carpet. <laughs> right. Like Clemente. <laughs> and then, so, we, you know, we go back. So you know, it's, it's commiserating. That's what we're doing. We're commiserating. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, so now, now, how long? So, when the festival's over, there you always hang out back at your I old. I went spot. right back to Stogie's. Stogie Joe's is Stogie basically Joe's. At Joe's the mayor of Stogie Joe's. I am the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone I'm the here, janitor. If anyone here ever makes it to the Philadelphia area, you get right. down to Pass Young Abbey, you go to a place called Stogie Joe's. Oh, fantastic stromboli. The best. Seriously, it's the best stromboli in the world. They Joe, think I'm a janitor because I'm always in a bathroom. So, no. <laughs> right. So that's how they know. Not it's the biggest bar in the world, but it yes. it lives big. It's exactly. People say it, it lives big. And cash only, by the way. Ah. Don't, don't come in like a stunad with your uh, freaking Visa card, all right? Like cash only. <laughs> cash only. Yeah, they, they'll kick you out if you're. They got right. a Mac machine there? They do actually. They have an ATM. It's got about nine dollar uh, ATM fee on it, so nice. bring. Cash. I can do better. Bring cash. No, I'm not kidding. I got an ATM guy. Oh, you do? You know ATM? You guy? know him too. Is his name Mac? No. Who? The Rich. Uh, yeah. The proprietor. <laughs> no, the proprietor of freaking Moonshot That's over right, here. Exactly. He runs an ATM business. He does. How do you think? He, how do you think he funds this operation? Does he have it in cheerleaders where he charges like twenty dollars? He does. Pop? He hey, does. Yeah. There you go. He's smart. That's his main one right not, there. Not that I know that for any reason. Hey, like, you know. Hey. Look, you, you want to dance? Go. You got to pay the bank. When, when that bouncer there. blocks the door, I got to. I got to go to Mac and get the money. <laughs> Mac, people uh, don't understand. Hey, Elba, you took three songs. Is that ATM? Yes. Mac, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm dating myself. Well, the trick is, yes. the trick is, you got to tell her, hold on, you don't start until the next one finishes. Exactly. You know I'm hoping saying? for like a legend. You can't catch song. me mid song. Yeah, right. Nah, there's no stairway getting played. That's Cash, right. Cashmere is like seven minutes long. Oh, I know. It never happens, dude. I'd be done at three. Was it yeah. uh, warm enough to a lot of guys with the uh, white with beaters? The, there were. They go into your own pocket. They had no shirts. A lot of Italy no, tattoos no shirts. on the there were, there were white beaters and there were no shirts with the white beater in the pocket hanging. Oh, no, it's okay. Now, again, like, listen, yeah, we're, not, we're not stereotyping to be rude here, being racist. It's the truth. Yeah, we have fun. It really is the truth. Yes. This is the way it dressed. But we laugh at ourselves. Yeah, a lot, 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 of, lot of jorts, a lot of socks and sandals exactly. going on. Exactly. Um, you want to talk about Oakleys, you know, yeah, a couple listen, of Oakleys. If you're into guys wearing bracelets, this, is, right. your, this is your place to go. 90, 92 bracelets. You, know, you, know. Don't need, you, don't need, you don't need the street lights on. There's enough 24 karat gold to light the whole goddamn like the place. The whole street, I'm telling All you. Right. It's hot. But I'll tell you what, Did you have though. Your pinky ring? I, I didn't have my pinky now, ring. Now, the one thing they do do over there yes. is they have the tradition. Mm hmm. Of the grease pole. They greased their pole. I did know a couple guys that went up there on Sunday. They, they tried. Now, did they get up? Did they get all they the way did. up? They did. A couple guys I know did get up there. Now, what yeah. kind of grease were they working yeah, But they've been greasing their pole for years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys are pros. And a couple, there were a couple uh, celebrities from, like, local news people that were down there, like, witnessing the whole thing. But that's all they did. They, gotta, they go to, for the grease pole. Right. And they go for the, They you think know, we're like farm animals. For the Shfugadel and the cannolis. You see these goofballs climbing the pole. They're the ones that stereotype. They do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Did they have the great debate? Now, Joe, was there, was there a civil war that was formed over the sauce and gravy type no, situation? because this was a gravy crowd. Okay. There were no, no <laughs> sauce people No sauce era. people? No, not at all. People just getting sauced. Right. You're getting sauced, exactly. Including me. Well, you know, hey. So that's, that's beside the point. Meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get down to what we're here for because we're already 42 minutes. Yo, this one-hour sure, show has become a two-hour program know, It's now. like a nine hours, right? It's like a Yankees-Red Sox game at this point. Oh, jeez. Start him, sit him, cash him, Joe Ruffino. Yes. Take it away. All right. So to touch on what uh, Catfish Charlie said earlier, um, in my opinion, these singers were grossly underappreciated when they were alive. 
And that's going to be uh, Freddie Mercury, George Michael, and Janis Joplin. Another Freddie Mercury reference tonight. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. Big Queen night. Janis Joplin. <laughs> yes. And who was the what last you, one? <laughs> who was the last one? Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. I said Janis George, Joplin. Who George Michael. George Michael. Okay. FMK, remember. All right. Who did a ridiculously great cover of Somebody to Love? I'm actually going to start I George see. Michael. Really? What, with st- all your Freddie Mercury love, you're going to start George Michael? I'm going to start him. Wow. Because of gonna, faith? I'm going to start him. I'm impressed by that. I'm going to start him because... Why is that? People know him from the whole, like, the whole wham world. thing, or wham. as Deadpool would say. Well, he went solo. Okay? <laughs> wham. If you really listen to George Michael sing, that boy can sing. Guy had a voice. That, guy's guy, that guy got pipes, bro. He did. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start him just because it's like fantasy football goes. Mm-hmm. You got to make the surprise move. Oh, you got the patrol It's the week wire. I'm going to start George Michael. I'm going to sit Freddie Mercury. All right. I'm going to sit Freddie Mercury because, again, I do feel he's the, he was the best rock voice, purely rock and roll. And uh, I'm going to castrate Janis Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to castrate. Yeah. I, believe she, I, I believe she held a pair. <laughs> With those pipes, huh? I believe she, she had. A, she could sing, man. Uh, listen, and it's not. It, this has nothing to do with the whole feminist thing and a, right. whatever. Yeah. I, I just think, for me, I, if you're gonna rank them one, two, three, I go one. I, I would take George Michael because I'm just. I'm just. This, this week, I would say George Michael. All right. Next week, I might say Freddie Mercury. So this week, I'm saying George Michael, sitting Freddie Mercury, mm. castrating Janis Joplin, which is a hard thing to do. That is hard. She, she had a band. She had a vagina. So exactly. It's difficult. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. Exactly. Allegedly. That's right. Uh, who am I going to go with? Uh, I'll probably flip him, even though I'm not as big on Freddie Mercury as you are, but I'll go start Freddie Mercury. That's not what I heard, John. Yeah. So you put George Michael on the bottom? George Michael on the bench. He's a bottom? Oh, no, no. Stop. I can't. <laughs> Stop. Because of anatomy to begin with. It's I not cannot, that kind of program. And i got to put Joplin on the bench. You can't castrate her. I mean, she's, she's a woman. She so you're going to castrate? Yeah, castrate Michael. You know? He checked out too early, the guy. He just do not. You know what I'm saying? He had a lot more music to give us. Really? You're going to blame that? You can't castrate her. It's anatomy. I'm going by anatomy here. You can't castrate Joplin. Joe, you think any of these things rules apply on this podcast? You can't castrate Joplin. It's fucking fantasy, Joe. It's a fucking fantasy. I'm going by anatomy. It's a fantasy, goddammit. I'm being a realist. You cannot castrate Joplin. On this show, you want to be a realist? I'm telling you. You cannot castrate Janice Joplin. You got an extra grind because he was caught in a restroom. Well, that's it. He waxed his carrot. Yeah, that's true. Seriously, man. Come on. They're they're both great voices. Joplin was incredible. Come on. Yeah. Seriously, she had, she had some soul. Yeah, she's overrated. <laughs> How many oh, albums man. did she have, though? Her body no, was just, Well, but she, she, she checked out early, too. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was so, a common... Well, so did a lot of a, people, a Joe. A common theme, you know. You, I'm not castrating the job. You can't castrate her. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? It's like yeah, the nearest. I just want to get, get, go? get, 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 get you a cement mixer. <laughs> I just want to get you a little riled up. That's all. Now, 2018, you might be able to castrate her because now, you know. See, that's what I'm saying. It. Who were you to say that a woman can't be castrated? Well, nowadays, yeah. Really. yeah in this she, day and she, age, Joe. She's not from nowadays. In this day and age, Joe, a woman has every right. I agree. To get her balls cut off. Absolutely. Like, anybody, like, our, like listen, our, our lovely female host here from, from yeah, Moonshine. She's, she's like running out of here. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, what's your name again? Megan. All right, Megan, take the microphone. You'll take it, Megan. Oh, she's okay, busy. Megan. In this day and age, with women's rights and everything else like that, do you feel a woman should be allowed to be castrated as well? Thank you. All right, thank thank you. you, Megan. Thank you very much, thank Megan. You. No, we're good. Thank you very That's much. Good. That's it, Joe. That's it. So, Janet Joplin. Your point? Yes, of course, Joe. 
So let it be written. <laughs> so let it be done. She was busy, man. She had to run back. She, she Thank answered, you very much. She yep. answered the duress. Come on, man. That's the greatest exit of all. I was going. I'm really busy. I gotta go. That was yeah. a going right there, Joe. I don't I Joe Rafino came with a going this week, man. Thank Joe. you, sir. You got, you got anything else to say? No. Okay, no. Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe Rafino. You can find him at Ruin today on uh, on Twitter. What are you ruining this week, by the way? Uh, Bartolo's diet. <laughs> <laughs> After he got hit with that one hopper in the belly. I think I, I have a suggestion for that, though. Okay. You gotta do. I, you might do this already, but you do one a week. Just change it up? Is that what you do one a week? I usually, well, when I do change it, it seems like I change it like two, like three days in a row. I know. And so then you I should do one it. a week and just stick with it. All right. Well, why don't you be in charge of it? I will. And then, well, I'll give you suggestions, but it's okay. your account. I'm not going to tell right. you how to do it. But how, about you, how about you do some suggestions for this show? I mean, you've had... Oh, yeah. How about, like, content? <laughs> yeah, how about content? How about showing up maybe 15 minutes <laughs> before the show starts? Show starts. Bring it two weeks in a row. Bring a pen and paper. You are. This is a goddamn record. Hey, he hasn't taken a bathroom break in a long time. That's true. He's itching, though. He's itching. It could be like... I am, actually. Like Joe's got to go to the bathroom. I know, I'm twisting him up. <laughs> but I'm just saying, and you take the like hot topic for that week. All right. And that's room, whatever. Okay. Oh, thanks. That's really helping. Why don't you show Titanic while you're at <laughs> Piss all over the floor. That bitch let that guy drown. Yeah, I know. I would have drowned, drowned I'm, both I'm, of them. I'm doing, some, I'm doing some work, man. I'm, uh, 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 let me give you a start of that. Uh. <laughs> let me give you a that. Jack is only dead because of that freaking selfish bitch. All right? There was room for three people on that raft. She would have eaten anyway. There. She's like, Jack. What a worst movie. Jack. And he comes up, right? And yeah. he's sitting there like this, freezing his cajonis off. Yeah. All right? That's Spanish for nuts, by the way. That's right. He's sitting there. He's freezing. The and he's, he's got like, he's got this whole thing going on. Like he's like, look at the side of a pool, right? He's got the whole like, like his neck is on top of his, uh, yeah. his arms. And he's sitting there telling like he's her. Like, the he's like, I'm, I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Does right. she reach her hand in, in that water to, to help sack? pull Jack out? Right. No. No. She lets him sit there and freeze. What else is no? And die. Right, exactly. And die. That movie didn't end fast enough for me. If was, you ask me, Billy Zane got off right. Absolutely. He got rid of her fast. I was rooting for the iceberg <laughs> hard in that movie. Yeah, so I was rooting for I the I wish Celine Dion was on that boat, too. They could sink her ass just for the theme song. You know what? On next week's show, Joe. <laughs> yes. That's what we're going to do. We're going to... Celine Dion's we, calling well, are No, what we're going to do is we are going to... We're going to refill the Titanic. Oh, beautiful. We're going to put well, people we in a Titanic. Oh. Yes. Is that right. going to put out we the are, dumpster fire? He, no. The fire. The fire the rises. Fire rises. <laughs> <laughs> we will. I haven't made that into a job yet. But that's what we're going to do. We are going to put. You tweet like a younger man. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's too in pain. Over. Frank Caliendo showed up. <laughs> Oh man! You do a good bait, though, man. Thank that you, thank good. you. So, the evil in me. what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna refill the Titanic. Great, I have a lot with of all the people that we wanted to hit the iceberg with. Beautiful. Ooh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna I like be that fun. Idea. And you got to play the theme song as we yeah. start. Yeah, because again, everything's better with the Titanic theme in Absolutely. it, right? Oh, yeah, of it course, is, yeah. of course. Again, not to make fun of like any big huge tragedy nah. that happened, but again, like we just want to fill a boat and hope people die. I know it's That's not too it's not too soon. It's like the Hindenburg. I think we've gone past the you know. The tragedy state. Yeah, see that? Paul Ferrer checks in. Dumpster fire or shipwreck? Dumpster fire meets shipwreck. Right, exactly. That's we could it. be on fire and sink at the same time. Speaking of that, I'm actually going to have a captain of a boat come in here and sit with us during oh, the show. That, uh, what's your name? Captain Walt? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll have Captain Walt come in here. How about Captain Morgan? Could we bring him in? Captain Stabbing? Yeah, exactly. Captain, captain Stabbing? Stabbing? Yeah, captain absolutely. Morgan will come in. We don't need right. Captain Ron. We'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> How about Captain Tennille? We'll bring him in, too, for the older people. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Captain... Ah, That'll keep us together. <laughs> 
Jesus. very good. That was that was that Thank was you. good. That Joe. was excellent. That was good, Joe. Yeah. On, on that one, put the mic. Ninety percent of people <laughs> won't get it, but but we got good it. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Joe can leave on that one. Joe Rafino, everybody. Epic show tonight, by the way. Yeah, it is about time to I show like, this mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I listen. I'm sorry if I offended anyone tonight. I I really don't mean that. I really don't, um, because. Let's be real, man. Sometimes you got to look at him. I didn't mean to offend you. You know, he's talented. Just leave it at that. He's talented. Right? He's very talented. <laughs> Just leave it at that. The thing is, the yeah, thing is, the, wrong idea. the thing is, is that yes. when it comes down to this, these, these groups, yes, things like that on social, social media, media clicks. It's it's destroying. And then they gang up on. It's destroying everything. It's just why don't you guys just do what it's you did? It's destroying politics, sports, and why, every guy. Why don't you guys thing. do what people have, have done for since the beginning of time? Independent thought. There's that. that. Yes. Or if you're going to hang out in a group, just go meet at the soda shop or something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or go try meet to at get the mall. <laughs> you Have you get, seen these you people in late. these groups? <laughs> they belong together, hey, Joe. There's some good-looking people in there to get mixed in. I don't understand what the problem is. Can you procreate? What's going on here? The problem is, is that... Mingle. They, 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 they won't leave the house. They need... When people have... No substance in your life. They need validation. They need validation. You're they right. need to find substance. They need to find. They need to find reason to be. Right. Like, exactly. If God forbid, I'm not there with the Jello shots on Sunday. Yes. The whole thing just goes. The whole to thing shit. just falls yeah, apart. I'm just, exactly. I'm just saying the whole thing goes to you. shit. And I hear you. Baby. You have to be able. You need. You need purpose. They need purpose, and it yes. goes again through all these fan bases. Like I said, man. Like it's cool to like. Like, hey, what's going on? Or share an opinion, share a laugh. But yes. to, to, to consider, like, just the family thing. It's just, like, mm-hmm. it's just too much, man. Like, when you, when you meet someone and you hit it off, you become friends, and that's cool and all. But to skip, like, I don't know, like, birthdays and yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, just, I can't. I hear you. I know. I know like I, 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 I think we were shoveled. I didn't mean to offend, but I don't really care. I hear you chirping. And then... Part. You know, when it, again, I, I want to thank I want to thank Thomas Ian uh, Nichol, Nicholas. Yes. Who uh, I keep saying Nichols. I'm following him now. Nicholas. Um, I I I got to follow him too after the show. I've been busy. I was busy writing the show to be able to do yes. this kind of thing. I wanted to make sure I was going with Ray Martin, our buddy Ray Martin, who was also a TV star who was on Ed. Ed. Remember oh, yeah, Ed yeah, yeah, the show yeah, Ed? Yeah. He was on Ed, man, and he was he was an actor. Yes. Um, he's the he's the gentleman I played in a celebrity basketball tournament for his, for his mother last couple uh, years last ago. year. Yeah, last year. Um. You know, he put us in contact. It was a great interview. We had a lot of fun with him. Again, Thomas seems like a really <clears throat> down-to-earth guy. He's got a, a, a lot of things going on. He'll be here in Philadelphia hopefully soon to be, to be, famous, uh, to be filming Stealing Tom Nichols, which I will be in. Again, I don't really know what my part in this movie is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I see myself more of a leading man, even though I was told I was going to be an extra, so I'm going to be extra, extra. Yes, extra. Okay? I'm going to be like Kramer. Yes. I'm going to be just kind of like, just kind of like, Finagling my way into every single scene right. I possibly can. You know what I mean? You'll be like Ronnie Limo driver for the uh, Howard Stern no. fans. I see myself more as Bit like part. the uh, uh, <laughs> of the Spanish guy in Boogie Nights. Yes. You know, that's more like that. Exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? I can see that. I can tell you that's the way I see myself more. Twitter's been going. Joe, have you been manning Twitter, by the way? I have been manning it. I'm not manning it anymore, though. You stopped? No. Yes, I did. You stop. I did stop. You got one job during the freaking well, show. We're, you're bringing us in for a slow landing. What do you want? I mean, you know, we're, we're commiserating here. Well, I was having a few drinks, Joe. That's right, exactly. What do you want me to do? So I'll go back. All the people following the show, Ad Funk and Fantasy, <laughs> who were chiming in tonight, Ad Funk and Fantasy, uh, you guys didn't get heard because Joe Corrado said he really doesn't care. <laughs> so send your. Uh, send your letters to dear old Captain Noah. <laughs> yeah. John Robinson says, best family feud host. 
Dawson. I mean, Dawson. It's not even close. It's Dawson. It's not even close. Not even Although close. I will. It's not even a. I will give an honorable mention to Steve Harvey, though. He is good. He's pretty good, man. And the guy in the middle that hung himself. But that's pretty much what the whole chain has been. So, for who was his name? Ray Cohn? Ray Hobbs? Ray? Roy Hobbs? Ray Hobbs? Ray Combs, something like that? Yeah, he hung himself. Not well, Sean Combs. Because you can't follow Dawson up. You can't follow Dawson. No, Dawson was, was epic. Mean, he, was like, he was molesting the female contestant. I know. He was every, Donna yeah. would have been great oh, on that freaking Donna show. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, dude? Absolutely. Donna would have been epic. Donna on Family Feud with Richard Dawson. Seriously. Name, they, name something you flaunt. They would have had to turn the cameras off. Exactly. That's right. Speaking of turning the cameras <laughs> off. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Time to get the hell out of here. Really? Joe, we did two hours, man. This is like a cakewalk now. Really? I mean, we just do we do two hours like it's nothing anymore, like standing on our heads. I know. I want to thank everyone by. for joining us tonight. I want to thank Thomas I and Nichols for joining us. Who was uh, Kevin Myers again, Henry Rowan Gardner, rookie of the year. Make sure you're following him at Tin Band, T-I-N Band on Twitter. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He's been active, been very active. Like I say, he's one of these guys, they don't put you on the billboard so much anymore. That's right. But they're still working, and they're That's working right. hard for you and for me and for everyone that we call family. All right? I want to thank you to Dr. Catfish Char for calling in with the Tuesday 10, as he does every single week. My voice is getting hoarse. I know. I can tell. Joe Ruffino checking in with the, uh, the startup cinema cash rate. It was a strong one this week, Joe. I like it. It, it, it evoked a lot of, uh, a lot of emotion, a lot of emotion yes. down never. Right. All right. We even had uh, Megan here checking in, a female saying that Janice Shoplin can and should be allowed to be castrated. Wow. My man, Joe Corrado. All right. My, um, what am I going to call you this week? <laughs> I don't know. You're living. My guy, I'm glad he was on time. That's right. I back watched. to back weeks. Can we make it three weeks in a row, Joe? I got burgers for you next week. Go for the triple crown next week. For the triple crown? Call me Justify, baby. Ooh. That's right. I like that. Triple crown of podcasting. From the waist up only, though. Well, From the well, waist hey, up only. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I'm Luigi Curto. Right, make sure you follow me at Luigi Curto 2022. My man Joe Corrado at Forza Corrado. Make sure you follow the show at Funkin' Fancy. We'll see you next week. I can't even close the show anymore. I'm no. completely shot. I'm gone. <laughs> I'll see you next Tuesday. And that wasn't a slur against women. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Music and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the. Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.